your girl Jill, aka Jill Vanilli, and I'm here with my bitch Nick, aka Nicoletti Spaghetti, and this is the Waste of Truth Podcast. Let's spill some WT. Hiya! That was a good one. We're back. Yes. And we're better. And uh, we have a very special guest who we love so much. Introduce yourself, fine young man. Hello, my name is Kevin Sanders. Hi, Kevin Sanders. Hi, Kevin Sanders. Uh, Before we get into anything else, we're just going to (laughs) start. We have no bananas. We have no bananas today. And we're back. And we're that, back. That sweet, sweet Jaeger. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we're doing like a double recording. So the episode that you guys heard last week, uh, we initially had Kevin come in uh, like 45 minutes after Joko, which shout out to Joko. He was so nice to leave his bottle of Jaeger for us to finish. <laughs> what a sweetheart. Whoops. <laughs> Oopsie daisies. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, it's really funny because we started this episode being like, or this recording day, and we were like, we're not going to get it drunk. I even brought... Uh, a little bottle of pickle juice. Yeah, I was hoping to be on the less drunk episode. It's been a no. long weekend. So. <laughs> I think I, I've been... We're I, good. We, we no, were we very, actually... I think we're, we're, we were very tame on the first one. Because we're calm, cool. Do it on, do it on the And collected. Microphone. Yeah, ASMR. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that was a... Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. That was a long time. No, pull. but we were very, nice. very tame. This, uh, the episode before this, because I just think about our early times and how fucking hammered balls to the wall we would get. So. Yeah, definitely when we first started this, we would just get immediately just fucked up, especially if we were doing two back-to-backs. I was, and I, I was I following along to that and I was like, okay, there's a lot of... It's so bad. Did you listen of, to our first couple episodes? A lot of nerves, you know, a lot of like, oh. let's just... We got to just fucking power through this. Yeah. It, it was definitely rough going back to listen to the old episodes. I won't. Compared to now, I think sure. we've gotten a lot better. I won't so. listen. I refuse. I, I mean, we're 32, 33 this episodes This is our 32nd second episode. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I know which parts of things I've done in the past I do not want to revisit, see, look at, hear about. <laughs> right? We all yeah. have those. Remember when you did this? Uh, I forgot. Actually, I, I have no recollection. That's super like crazy. We do the same. Um, so we're not bringing those up on the podcast is what you're saying. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but a little background on Kev. He uh, is. I'm the uh, I'm the managing partner at the Fox Amazing. Bar and Cocktail Club, which yeah. we talk about the Fox all the fucking time. Or the time. Fox Bar and Grill. Fox <laughs> Shut Bar and Grill. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> what do you think that? So like, like that's what it would be if it was in like in Madison, right? Or something. Yeah. <laughs> you guys Anywhere are too else far from Madison. Like, Man, the Fox Bar and Grill. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, everybody yeah. listening, like we. We've shouted out the fox Shout way the too fuck many out. Fuck the, yeah. the charcuterie board. I mean, I said I was going to take your miso eggs and shove them up my ass. Well, you know, and you wouldn't be the first. <laughs> <laughs> Which I fucking love that. For another story. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put a pin in that. We'll get to that story yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, week one. We were like, let's keister one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No, but like we ride for your bar and we really love it. And we, we, it's a fucking fantastic. I'm so happy to be here. I've just, I've getting, just been a fan so i'm just kind of like oh, let's do this yeah um well we're a fan of you so Feeling and that's mutual. the episode guys thanks for coming <laughs> <laughs> have a great night thanks. yeah um i have to i have to say this um you are a part of a very fantastic band that i think if you are in our age group you fucking know and you love um he is the um assistant to the band cartel he's the drummer dummy <laughs> i'm kidding i'm being funny i'm assistant to the regional drummer <laughs> no but cartel. you're you're a drummer in the band i think that's really sick um yeah i mean i 
pretty much watched that career sort of come to a nice, comfortable landing. Yeah. As I was sort of planning my next move, which was to come here. Yeah. And open a bar. Which is f- with two guys. Um that we have our our connections and our history goes to the music business. So sure. getting here to do that was a whole don't know what we're doing. None of us have ever done this. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. And you guys have done it so fucking very well. We've uh thank you. We've been from very, the outside. Right. Sure. Outside. We've been very fortunate. I think the you know, having no experience and, and only kind of having a business plan and really not knowing anything about anything was sure. like the I think the Fox and ultimately how it's all worked out, it's like the aim small, miss small mentality. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for us, it's we've, you know, <clears throat> the more, the larger your footprint is, you know, the more cost of operations are. So then, yeah, yeah, you know, your a hiccup might not be a hiccup. Yeah. You know, it could yeah. Be the end. That's a really, so yeah. That's really our, cool our, our bumps in the road have only been that and not been like walls, you know, things that have stopped that's us fucking from awesome. progressing or like learning from it. So, um, I think the aim small, miss small mentality or, or aspect of our business has been that where we can focus on the details and try to go as as well as we can go with it. Mm-hmm. You know, sure, like it'd be great to do a die far, but that's just different money, different problems. It yeah. is, definitely. So, you know, like going the more curated, focused uh, side of it has been fun and very eye-opening for me. Yeah. And this is from you coming from like no bar or industry experience Never before this. Never hospitality day in my life. Damn, which is so crazy. Crazy to think about because the fox is like so. It's such a staple. Hell yeah! Night one was my first night in hospitality. (laughs) What was when did the fox open? What year? Opened September twenty eighth of twenty seventeen. So we're about to hit our five year. Amazing, which is just ridiculous. Which is absolutely ridiculous in a in a sea full of bars that open and they close, and especially in Nashville. Yeah, I think it's you know like I do worry about that part of Nashville where like. Like in LA, you may have, you may hold a lease and you may open three businesses within Mm -hmm. a company leasing a space because you're the newest bar. Yeah. Whereas maybe outside of LA or New York, it's how long have you been around? Yes, definitely. There's two different sides of that coin of. um, When it turns into like a cursed spot, you know? Sure. I mean, like, and that's where I think the, the more curated focus of what the Fox does being in the sort of, uh, the cock, like you know, craft cocktail side, like, and I mean, like, as prim and proper as you can almost get. Mm-hmm. That stuff kind of stays. You know, um, I kind of say like, you can't really undermine it because, like, it, if if it's up here, then like whatever's beneath it can kind of will go first. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, like, it is what it is. Like, yeah, always like, hold like a gold medal. To that a, a gold medal is always going to be above silver and bronze, no matter where you place that. Absolutely. Like, still, so like, yeah, being trying to aim for that whether or not we get there or not is like the focus. And then, but like watching other bars kind of come and go, it's during COVID was a good example. Mm -hmm. Cause if you had, you learned a lot about your concept because if you have a big enough TV and enough, enough beer, you got Mm -hmm. sports bar. Yeah. So you're like, okay, like I'm really just choosing to be in the presence of others to then scream and shout or eat wings. Yeah. So then you start to see, like see how the product or the service uh, and the focus of those two create a different environment for your space that can't be replicated at home. Yeah. And especially, I mean, like you guys were the forefronters when it came to like the COVID um, restrictions that we were having and all that stuff, especially in Nashville. We were like one of the last counties to be able to reopen as an actual bar if you weren't serving enough food and whatnot. Yeah, was what was your a, experience with the whole COVID situation? COVID was wild because I remember it. we closed on a Sunday um, and we had 
We ordered to-go supplies on Monday. Oh. You were ready to go. Like so we you were, were trying to do it. two weeks ahead of that stuff. Uh-huh. So by Wednesday of the first, the fourth day of COVID. Yeah. We already were up and running with mixers. And like to-go so we like to stuff. So we were, you, we were like, okay, you couldn't sell to-go alcohol yet. Mm-hmm. And we were, we were doing the whole, uh, well, you've got your own spirits, but come yeah. use these mixers. And make your own drinks. Yes. So we would prep for six to seven hours a day. Wow. Create all of the like syrups and, and on the whole stuff, sell that, and then redo it every day. That's, yeah. And try to sell through it. And we had luckily signed up for um, Postmates a year before. Oh. But never activated it because we were just like, this is, this is going to complicate things. Yeah, and it's a weird. What do you really need to go from us? Yeah. Like, let's just not, that's just not for us. But because we had the tablet and the account and the et cetera, et cetera, we were able to activate, whereas everyone got in line at the same time. And so you were looking at two to three to four week turnarounds at the and start of COVID. And you were straight off the bat. And we were right to it. Yeah. So we started there and that went crazy. And then to go, st- and then to go stuff came about. But even, even then, like, um, what was it? What's it? There was a bar in South Korea. Oh. That somehow we had gotten, or Singapore, sorry, that um, Laura Unterberg had sent, she knew of. We found their like, cause they were, you know, four to six months ahead of us. Yeah. Know? In the COVID So stuff, you could kind of yeah. see what was happening mm-hmm. before it got there. And they had a whole, like they had a whole like thing. And so we kind of read through that and like. That's cherry, so interesting. But also picked, a very fucking smart thing to do. Cherry picked some things like, um, like using, we used sandwich bags that you would like put like a croissant or a sandwich in like at a store. And we use those for mask bags. So we had a stamp made and they would stamp the bag and say mask bag so that we'd People were like, what's this? And I was like, well, your pocket and your purse are disgusting. And yep. the table's the one thing you want clean. Yeah. Here's a bag for your mask. Yes. Or creating our own sand, like our own, you know, hand sanitizer. Hand yep. sanitizer, putting like lavender essential oils in it, mm-hmm. creating the right mixture, and then getting our own stickers made to bottle it. Those are the those are the crazy things we'll go through to just try to brand and curate. It was definitely, side of yeah, it. it was definitely one of the first bars that I went to after things started opening back up after COVID and you guys were like really sure. like, like on the rules, like in it, really doing yeah. it just to make sure again, cause it's such a small space. So you really have to be yeah. the safest possible when Which I was, was like, you know, in the and rules, you guys killed it. The rules were the, the health department Yeah, was the people setting those standards, those rules. Yeah. You, you can say it's from an administration if you want. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, those are being fed to you by the health department. So that was when like we were on the news like raising fucking hands. Yeah, you were. I you guys like, had wait shirts a minute, made Wait a everything. minute. Hold on. Hold on. For those listening and also me, what do you mean? Oh, we like so um July of I think July of 20 was when they tried to get give Mrs. a chance to kind of open. Like June was a they allowed restaurants to to open mm-hmm. or us all to open for like a month. Yes. And yep. we could I only open that. until like 10 or something or, yes. or yep. whatever. And the course cases went back up and instead of closing everything, they closed just bars. Yeah. Like if you didn't have enough uh, sales and food, yes. you weren't considered so, a restaurant, you were considered a bar and that was closed. A lot of bars in town are limited service permits, which you dictate when you go in, when you tell the, the city like, okay, well, what are you, a restaurant or not? Mm. And you're like, okay, I'm, I'm limited service. So based on that, <clears throat> they basically used your permit, to, and again, through health and through like yep. ABC to then dictate the rules, which was the only dangerous thing because what they were doing is then everyone was just going to like Mexican restaurants and just pounding margaritas and still getting hammered. Yeah. They just weren't coming to bars. Exactly. Yeah. And that scared me and scared us because we we're like, if this sticks, 
then we're pretty much up shit's creek. Yeah, we're fine. Because it's it's one thing to have a really like well like a well done to go program when that's all everyone can do. But if you're letting you open and or drive by and pick up drinks, you're not doing that shit. No, you can just go to that restaurant yeah, right just, down the street. So and then they saw that. So we we raised hell, got on the news, got like our you know council people to come out, like the whole thing. And I was yeah. like, I just didn't know that health department was optional. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so do I not have to wash my hands with the restroom? Yeah. <laughs> just despite me wanting to be nasty or not, like, is this an option? Like, yeah. Do I have to cook chicken to 165 degrees? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Do I? Well, like, why do you get to pick and choose what parts exactly. of the health thing? Yeah. So, again, uh, we raised cane, but nonetheless, like, I mean, like, I get it. Like, back on all that stuff and just go, everyone's just, it's best guess. Yeah. And Everybody's so, just trying to figure it out. Trying to get know? through that and watch everyone get through it. Trying to, like... You know, stick to staff and and add staff and to, you know how do you how do you do PPP loans? Like, what the hell is like? This is not what you signed up for. Yeah. So the bar is five years, but it's actually nine years when you add COVID years. So, oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Like COVID yes. or dog years, and I'm just like, I mean, that was that was aggressive. But I mean, yeah. for anyone that made it through it or or served and did hard work, like, tip my hat to you. Fucking shout out, yeah, no, shout the, out. But also, like, shout out to you guys for also like adapting. As quickly as you fucking did. Adapt or die. I mean, I think that's what they say. But like when people were like, oh, it's two weeks. (laughs) And I went, they don't shut down the NBA. (laughs) Yeah. Sports doesn't quit for two weeks. Yeah. This is a lot bigger than you think it's going to be. Like, they would just postpone. Like I was like, no, no, this is is bad news. Yeah. It was just a weird time. And like nobody really knew what was going on. Yeah. And so it was just frustrating. And We'd then be co- open for a few weeks, then be shut down again, yeah. open for two months, then yeah. shut down. And it was just like, hey, give us something here. Yeah. And it's hard to but. be, I mean, like from, I can't imagine being, I tried to think of it like, how would I, how would I want to receive information? And I always think in a management scenario, the last thing you want to say is, I don't know. Yeah. Because you're kind of the person who's out the answers. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, everybody's asking you those questions. So I would, I kind of kept saying to my crew, I was like, guys, like no news is news. So like the status quo hasn't changed until I tell you it has. Uh-huh. And I don't want to tell you something wrong. And I certainly don't want to say that I don't know. Yeah. So give me some time. But like, by the way, this is my first pandemic too, you know? Like, <laughs> this is my yeah. first fucking like hospitality yeah. industry. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so like, I don't expect everyone to necessarily have sympathy or empathy for the way the chain of command operates, Mm -hmm. you know, like it goes the other way, Mm -hmm. even though we're all human. And I wish that everyone was like, you okay, man. (laughs) Some of the first things I do when I meet with like industry reps and, and, uh, brand reps and anyone, I'm just like, how you doing? Yeah. You okay. What are your bosses asking of you? It's just absolutely outlandish. Are you overworked? Like, how can I help? You know, that's great, man. That's like a really, that's a really like strong, like, characteristic just to try to hear them because i'm just like is anyone asking you if you're fine you know like are you good yeah and so trying to be trying to go through that that time um and, and trying to be a, a an operations guy and leader and this is your first early. experience as an operations person or leader yeah, or like mean, any like, management setting at all i before was this? i was going to college for business management okay so at least I, don't even know I, I went, I went to, I went to college for that as well. Yeah. And so like, that was, I mean, like, I was just like, what's my dad do? And I was like, I mean, he seems pretty comfortable. Like, <laughs> I guess I'll do that. Yeah. And so I used to always say to people, like, I was like, you, I was like, you go to, you go to school and you get a management degree. Uh-huh. Then you get a job managing the field you like. Yeah. Whereas people are like, I've got an art history major. And I'm like, okay, look, 
I don't know what you're, I don't, I don't know what you're trying to do with that, but like, if you like art, you get a business degree and then go manage like a gallery. Mm-hmm. So that was how you always You can get that. a fucking degree in managing, but you're never going to learn it until you actually like get into it and like fucking actually manage. I think you really have to start to learn people, know people, how to speak to people, how to hear people, you know, how to be honest with people mm-hmm. and uh, set real expectations, but also be realistic with what people can give. I look at it like, uh, this is going to be a bad analogy, but like a golfer or a golf swing, like okay. 85% is essentially what they're swinging all the time, but there's always room to go up and room to go down. But comfortability is right there at 85%. Yeah. That's kind of how I'm, I'm expecting a B plus from everybody. That's... I, I'd love you to give me a hundred, but like you're human. You yeah. Know, like you're having a bad day. This, this, this industry is incredibly taxing and hard um, and exhausting and, so I'm just like, okay, like you got to give that leeway because right. if you're expecting that constantly, nobody's gonna ever live up to it. What problems are re- recurring? Like I, when people are like, "Oh man, my car is making that noise," I'm like, "You should probably get looked at because your car <laughs> doesn't have an immune system." <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> you know, I look at things like that, and I'm like, oh, you know, bars and businesses don't have an immune system. So like, yeah, some things can fix themselves. Some yeah. things get worse. Mm-hmm. You know, like hey, that thing that I saw, it's not a problem. Like, let's not talk about it. Other things, huge problems. So you look at what its impact might be on the business or the individual or a problem that might be amongst all of them at the same time. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) You sound like you've been in the fucking industry since you were a fucking child. I think I'm in the people business. That's all you have to do. I think I always have been, whether it's whether I was going to like play music and meet strangers every night and like, hey, thanks for coming to this show. What did you like about it? Yeah. And letting them hear, letting me Letting them tell their story to me and listening to them, being engaging. And they say, well, thanks for coming. Like, can't wait to see you next time. Next. Yeah. So quick conversations that feel. Genuine. Genuine and honest and heard. And then like, and then getting through people and, and just, I don't know. I think it's all, I think I've always just been a people person. Like, yeah. I just love it. And so I guess I'm in the right business. If it wasn't this, it'd be car sales or something stupid, which. I mean, I feel like you uh, could do. The same thing. But yeah, you could do. But I mean, I feel like this one's a little better. They're not far <laughs> apart. And I think, you know, so when you see or hear about bad managers or bosses, like, I mean, I think some people rule with anger and emotion and um, don't allow room to kind of like, uh, you, yeah. something can go wrong. It'd be someone's fault and you don't have to say anything about it. Mm-hmm. You just kind of go, all right. That's what I mean when I yeah. say like, let's see. Okay. Like noted. Yeah. I used to just walk around during service and just take notes. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, yeah. And just and just see what was happening, and then yeah. I would remember it, and then look back, and then watch to see how that person either repeated the problem mm-hmm. or learned from the mistake. And that's being like proactive versus reactive. Right. You can't micromanage in like getting mad during service and having people be emotionally vulnerable during service is the worst thing in the world. Yeah. yeah. You have to, you have to have that conversation later. Like, Hey, these are things that I've noticed. Shelf it. Yeah. yeah. Shelf it. Absolutely. Shelf it. Like when you're reacting in the moment, the second you see something, it's never going to gain like the, the, yeah. it's never going to hit right with the person that's in the moment doing their job. And then like, they're just percent. getting, you know, berated for something. There's only a few things that you can sort of say, Hey, saw how you did that. And, 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 and like, I, I can't do that necessarily behind the bar. That's not mm-hmm. what I know. Yeah. And that's why there are head bartenders and beverage directors because it's mm-hmm. like, okay, like, let me teach you how to, like, load this dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, I right, can right. do that, you know? Yeah. Um, or, no, but hey, just... kitchen person, like, I see what you're doing. Here's why I do it this way. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's still a conversation. Uh, yeah. Like, if someone's like, well, if you did it this way, it'd be better. Like, 
I think when I'm training people, I go, do you have any questions? Mm. Like, do you see anything that you would do differently? It's yeah. a collaborative thing. I want to see people problem solve. I want to see them like think, but also like not be afraid to tell me that like, Hey man, like your way is okay. Like what about this way? That'd be dope to see. I Absolutely. Know. Like you want, like you only know as much as you know, and you always want people to like kind of show you the way of how it could yeah. possibly be better. Yeah. And that's why you want to surround yourself with people that know more than you do, because it's all you do is you learn. I would love to. I mean, like I wish that I had more, ex- I hate that I don't have any more experience. I only have my experience. Sure. Versus yeah. like, and then you're coming in from like in this from this direction, like not starting from the bottom, working way up, or like yeah. being in this industry just, before. You're just coming in, going, yeah. "Hey, this is what I decided to do. This is where I'm <laughs> coming into." And you're like, "Well, shit." And there's pros and cons to both of those absolutely paths because I'm not necessarily marred by any incorrect management or picked up any, you know, bad habits. Bad habits, yeah. But possible you know like again i just don't know what i don't know so i'm trying to figure it out and ask questions and i think the thing i've learned about this industry that i was afraid of but i'm glad it's not this way is that it's it is so much more supportive of itself Mm -hmm. than it is competitive within itself yeah like this could be doggy dog if you wanted it could be sabotage yeah and, and and low blows you know what i mean like yeah you could be false reviews it could be bad. It's it way less fun that way, though. It and also, it like that. I feel like that's not the Nashville way. It's not. Yes. I think. I think yeah. the the uh, you know all for one, one for all mentality kind of bleeds into what everyone does here. And the the stronger, better, and more prepared we all are, the better the whole city does mm-hmm. because it's a hospitality town. It is absolutely. Which I'm just like didn't even even think about Nashville like that. But since music and and service industry are so the parallels I find every day mm-hmm. from a past life of like touring the world and, and playing millions of shows to then doing this is I'm like, are you serious? These are the same. God damn it. Like, <laughs> but I, I thought think it's something also, different, but I also think it c- comes into what exactly you said earlier. It's like being in the people of business. Like if you, like the people business. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you know how to fucking talk to people, like you can do I like told- that's 90% yeah. of it. And the even, other 10%. Even at the bar. I go, guys, Absolutely. Like, guys, we are in the yes business. Yeah. I go, we may we <laughs> yeah. may create a menu and, and that we go nuts over and mm. beat ourselves up to great to make great things. They're merely suggestions in yeah. the end. Your job as a premium level craft bartender is to be able to let you know the whole Rolodex. Yeah. Uh-huh. If you want a shot of mop water, get the best mop water I've ever had. Hell yeah. I'll go right to the back right now. I don't care. I do not care what you want. Uh I just care how you enjoy it and if you enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. The goal is like, as long as you leave happier than you came, like, I feel like that's like, that's a win, you know? Yeah. Amen to that. Because we can all. And you want to come back. Like. Yes. I want to leave a bar wanting to be like, I want to come back to that bar. Which I'll say to that point, I've been talking. I think I said this in the last podcast and then the one before that. I want to come back for the charcuterie board. I'll be at the Fox tomorrow night, actually. I'll meet you there. <laughs> yeah, I don't, um, I, there's just so much of it that has been like mind blowing. And, um, you know, I think realizing that you, we've all been, we've all been to places that have had amazing product and bad service yeah, and the yeah. service undermines the product. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the other way around, you know, you've had, mm, okay, a product and amazing service yeah. and that service will lift that product to a degree that then makes you want to come back over and over again, because that's, that's the magic. It is, you know, because maybe the, maybe the product will get better. Maybe you had the one bad drink the one night, or maybe uh-huh. you had the one time it was off. Yeah. So to speak. 
but if you can you can you can get that if not then it's like there's, there's 1,000 other bars <laughs> exactly within a mile of here. <laughs> yeah, you could throw a rock yeah. and hit five. You like hold your breath and walk down any of these streets. You're like, oh look, a, a bar. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. you know, there's no shortage of that, and I think sure. you have to, you know, maintain and set yourself apart and just standard, standard, standards mm-hmm. within within certain things. I mean, like every bar is different. I mean, like again, like I said, I wish I had different experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, not you know more, but just different experience to to see. It might place me in a, in my mind differently than I have myself now because I don't know. Yeah. What made you decide? Wait, how did you come into, you know, opening a bar? Well, yeah. so uh, my friend Andrew Cook. Who's, Shout out to Andrew yeah. Cook. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, we'll yeah, do we'll we'll him. We'll we'll <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. um, so we met in 2005 on tour, uh, like, I mean, we were van, we we're slumming it, just van tour. Oh, of course, yeah. And fast forward a gazillion years, and he's uh, he's in Nashville and playing for like a pop country duo. And he was in Atlanta, and was like, "Hey, like, come to the show." We hung out, and he's like, "Hey, like, what are you up to?" And I was like, "I don't know." He's like, "Well, I want to start a bar. Like, would you be an, be an investor?" And I was like, "Absolutely. Like, let's look at the business plan." So we had a whole talk about like investing in a bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fast forward again, it's like, "What are you really doing?" And I go like. Like, what's my job? And he goes, yeah. And I go, I don't know, man. <laughs> and I started a um, I started a paint and body shop in Atlanta while I was on tour. Okay. Cars are my other thing. Okay. So I was like, okay, while I'm while I'm up here in the clouds of the music business, I'm going to go ahead and build a runway beside the other one. And that one's going to be this car business. Sure. Gotcha. So I wound up coming home from tour and working at my body shop for about a year and a half. And it just wasn't the same. Taking a hobby... From, from a hobby a to, a, to a career and, yeah. and a real job, it strains the love and passion and creativity of it and enjoyment. And music was one thing where like, well, there's no added pressure or to like make it, I don't know, it's still just mine, you mm-hmm. know, like my yeah. portion of this this thing. But the expectations and car and the, that and that business to for customers and the money and the chasing it down. And then it's like, well, there's no time for you to enjoy your passion of it. And so screw it. Yeah. Nonetheless, I was like, yeah, I'm getting out of this whole body shop business thing. Like, what's up? He's like, dude, just move to Nashville and like be our guy. And I was like, I just, I could take you to the spot in in Atlanta when that phone call like hit my ears. And uh-huh. I was like, I'll be there when wow. you need me. And he goes, six months. I was like, I'll be there. Wow. When did you move here? Um, May of 2016. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, nice. Just, yeah, six years. It's fucking crazy. Six years. So, yeah. And then like that was it. And it was like all we had done was... I even bought tickets to the Under Oath, They're Only Chasing Safety to find the Great Line double record back-to-back performance at yeah. Rocket Town. And I oh. bought, Rocket Town! Oh, my God. That was in Rocket April Town. of 16, and I bought those tickets in October thinking I'd already be here. And yeah. then I was like just a month or two off, and I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah, so I drove up, went to that show, and then drove back. And we, like, we looked at a building over in Wedgwood um, uh, yeah. by – what's over there? There's Fashion, a, there's, Never Never? That come, was like pre all of that, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, there used to be this like lime green building off of Wedgwood Avenue. Okay. Where, and like now there's a Scouts there. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, And there was a Mac store in the front. And we also, shout at out a, Scouts because I used to work there for a hot minute with Jesse. Shout out to yes. Shout out Jess. To well, the lady. My wife works there, so. Yeah. She gets one of those. <laughs> His fiance. 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 Not for much longer. Not for much longer. God damn it. 
Uh, <laughs> he says it with love. It is with love. It's, yeah, it's, just, it's just a thing. But um, <laughs> so the yeah. lime green building. Well, we were just like, okay. We were like, okay, this is cool. Like looked at, looked at properties and stuff, and then it was through Andrew knowing the Nicoletto's brothers. Um, oh hell yeah! That they were like, we've got this kind of sketchy basement. <laughs> we've got like, this. And you're oh, like, hmm. Let me think about like it. Underneath. What a sell. Yeah. Seriously, it was as short as that. It's like, hey, there's this like basement thing. Like, but also thinking like, about back in what was this, 2016, 2017? Yeah. Like Nashville is a completely completely different, different place. I mean, like to yeah. some extent, and like um, cheap rent, cheaper rent. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was cheaper, cheaper. Sorry, cheaper I mean, rent. Moving here from Atlanta, it was already someone was like, hey, we'll give you the the Harry Potter room. <laughs> You know, and, a cupboard under the stairs yes, for your little speakeasy. And it's seven fifty, and I'm like, what the, what the hell? I, like, I can't even stand up. Yeah. In this fucking place. <laughs> Everybody has to crawl like, in here. That's some bullshit. <laughs> and um, but yeah, like they they saw this place and then met with like Andy and Becky, and they were like, here's the deal, and we're like this. And the thing was, it was like you can't get a liquor license in Nashville with under forty seats. Things how, that you don't think about, and also know. I didn't know that. Yes. How many seats do you have? Forty-two. Yeah, I was gonna. I thought you were gonna say forty-one. They Life wrote hack. It, well, here's another Tennessee moment for you. They Tell came, us. They came in and wrote it for forty-nine. The the fire department gentleman who did that. <laughs> he said gentleman with a lot of fucking. Uh, you know, love. I mean, that guy I think probably retired the week after. But however, <laughs> it, he was coming out with a vengeance. It didn't get back to the city. Mm-hmm. So they, huh. they were like, you know, knock, knock. Like, we don't have like an occupancy for you guys. And we're like, well, some guy came by and told us. You know, like a fire so, thing Some on. random guy came <laughs> yeah. in and was like, you're good. And we're yeah. like, this and is an imposter. Looking back, and I was like, was that Ashton Kutcher? Like, <laughs> was I punked? Like, we definitely punked? got punked. <laughs> um, and so we were like, what the hell? But yeah, like that day was like, we were all sitting there and someone came in. The bar's like basically built. And they're like, two. Six, eight, ten. Shut the fuck up. Just like, please hit 40. Are we are literally screwed? He's literally gonna pull two stools out of the back. Like, there's two more seats, but like they're just kind of sitting in the aisle. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, off the record, we did that. (laughs) Yeah. Like we we you can put that on the record, like whatever. Like we literally had extra stools and chairs. We had envisioned the seating a little differently than than what actually became the way it was. So Uh we had others true other stools and tables set up. Sure. Yeah. And they they went to like the, the mafia booth and they were like, all right, five. And I was like, I can fit 10 grown men in this <laughs> like, right fucking now. And I was you're like, wrong. Oh, fucking bullshit. I love how you call the mafia booth. I know exactly which one you're talking about. I know exactly about. which one you're talking about too. <laughs> you know, there's only one that, that one. So we, uh, I mean, yeah, like that's what it's one of those things. Like if you're ever like, oh, I wish we could do a smaller bar. 40 is the number until okay. they change it. No, huh. But the basics, the wash thing, Yes. Yeah, because that's super tiny. That's so count, small. Do they, they count the outside? They count the outside. Nice. Uh, okay. Which is a... I, I we love a loophole. I, I think that's a cool loophole. I think Basics is great. I love that whole space with the wash and all those places. Like, I love what that does. Because, again, you're looking at businesses that are... <laughs> I think we need to support the restaurant side of this business more than ever. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, I mean, I think we've grown up in an, in a in a business mind... Restaurants were always a 50% risk. I mean, so it's like, all right, so if I get in the restaurant business, I'm either going to likely have a restaurant that succeeds or a marriage that fails mm-hmm. <laughs> or vice yeah. versa. Yeah. yeah. But you're likely going to lose one of those. One or if yeah. you're a married yeah, you person get in both. the restaurant business, yeah. <laughs> we'll pick a failure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So why would you necessarily walk into that? And so, like, you're looking at what happened during COVID. So everyone's kind of, at home, you know, twiddling thumbs and there's this shift and availability to either pursue passions or make a big 
you know, migration in your life. And they, these like pop-ups became a thing. And then it's like, okay, I'm a tent. I'm a, I'm a sketchy ass tent. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. then I'm either going to be a, like a, food, a, a truck. food truck or yeah. I'm going to do brick and mortar or, yeah. you know, get into the back of some other bar or restaurant and use their kitchen. Yep. Um, even some of those like commissary style kitchens at like Hunter Station. Yeah. You know, we're supporting like, yeah. what was the, the salmon roll one? You know, oh, um, uh, rock and roll or something. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but, but like, I can't remember yeah, the name that. Yeah, that was one of those things. And so um, for the wash to sort of give pop-ups or, or vans or The opportunity or trucks, to I fucking space. love it. To create a space that you can get food and the, the service and the, again, the price per square foot to operate. Yeah. Isn't yes. something that you're absorbing in your upfront costs. And I'm at the wash all the time, dude. Shout out the wash. I love Shout that Shout the fuck out to the wash. Well, but also, it. yeah, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like you're either like you're going to get a – it's a big deal to either go to a brick and mortar or just be on the road. Yeah. yeah. So or like, do pop-ups. Yeah. It's so a completely different fucking And this town is so full to... of them and it's so And I mean like, you know, even in terms of like choosing to do a bar or a restaurant, like yeah. – I mean eating is a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm hungry. Got to eat. Yeah. yeah. Drinking is a, is a choice. He's really hungry because he hasn't eaten today. Right. So like, <laughs> drank. <laughs> um, we should, you should create like a, uh, like one of those Pee Wee Herman words of the day thing. And like, we say it. It's like, <laughs> 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 like how many times can we're you gonna, say this word? We're, we're going gonna, gonna, to drink. We're going to write that down. Oh, time, I won't think time, you will. Every time he says service, you have to do a thing. <laughs> every time you say like 86, idea. like you just, boom. We uh, started uh, recently doing like a industry term, like, of the week. Right. Like, and there was one of the episode we did recently with uh, our friends, Quentin Will. Uh, and we just went into so many industry terms, like back to back to back. We're like, okay, we got to describe this one. We got to describe this one. We started with and boomerang like, and then it just like went. Oh yeah. Bananas. I, tr- I tried like thinking of some and you like boomerang of? was one that I was like, I, you know, like never, like, that's it's a newer it. term yeah well Is when it? i said boomerang during the podcast nikki looked at me like i was fucking insane well like, yeah because like that's not an actual industry term that's a it very is now because we're coining yes. it one yeah and yes, it's a thing that we actively do saying things like 86 and heard and behind and things like yeah. that are like hands the like, one the one that i, I still don't understand what? or like is like i need this all day all, oh oh i love all day honestly i agree Expl- wait you don't like it but i remember i mean you that, should you just there's probably a video of me going what Huh? Wait, 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 but what like honestly, mean? what does it mean? That mean like, all day, especially. Hey, so you, like, if you you're order getting, five or multiples yes, or something. It's if, like how many is the total? Oh. So if you're getting multiple tickets in, and so like it either like if it's six tickets, but there's like ten you. espresso martinis. Yeah, so ten. So, so you, you start with like all day. You're like, all day. Are, you're like, okay, I need three, four. Okay, ten all day. Right. Yes. Okay, like, so it. for all of these tickets, you need X amount of this drink. So like that is like yeah, six espresso martinis all day yeah. over all of these That's tickets it. that you have. When I'm going, hey, I, I need one for T4, B6, S3, whatever. How many all day? Yeah. Four. Four. Uh, Four yes. all day. Heard. That's what all day means. Heard. Another oh, one, which we hey. talked about last time. That's my last name. Don't wear it out. <laughs> like that. Was, <laughs> just, just one single. It's <laughs> <laughs> my last name. Just one single. Bam. Not even the bam, bam, bam. Just bam. <laughs> I'll come back in and we'll, we'll just do voices of me going like, these are our new soundboards. Okay. They're oh, yeah. We'll Kevin. use you as our yeah. soundboard. It's the Kevin soundboard. You didn't quite earn a bam, 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 bam. Just a Kevin special. Just a one. Um, but yeah, all day is one where I was just like, you could just say total. Like, you could just say anything <laughs> no, else but that means the sum of something. And I was like, I was it, like, you fucking kids. And I was like, God damn it. It's so funny that you say that. I was literally, I had this in my notes for an episode that we were going to do like at some point together when we like go more into that kind of shit. Sure. 
because um, it's hard to kind of bring that up as like with having another guest on. But t- you got there first because all day is one of those ones that I always think that people, if they're not in it, they do not know it at all. <laughs> That's the one where I go, eh, it's a little bit of a stretch here. Yeah. Like, Are we going to make espresso martinis all day long? <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. What are you saying to me? Even even as like herd became a part of my my normal vocabulary, um, yeah. Um, like one of my partners was like, "I don't I don't like that." And I was like, <laughs> "It doesn't matter what you like. This is the yeah, industry, it's baby." Because you're not in he's it, like, all right? Because like, he was like, "I feel like that's just saying okay," and I go, "Don't look at it like okay, period." Like, like you're or like, t- like or just like the like K, the, yeah, you like, know? yeah. It's not. It's definitely not that. I was like, it's definitely more. Uh, of Roger that or copy? Yes, you know, yeah. like in yes. the because in the in the music business, it's copy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The more like, you know. Copy. And so, okay. like you know, they're like, okay, they'll be on their little walkies, and they're like, okay, Kevin for Joseph. Mm. Well, like, now you know, Kevin, it's, when you're on like, tour, you're going to yeah. be like heard, heard. <laughs> so no, I was in. Um, I just got back like a, three weeks ago from tour, and we were you know pre tour stuff was all, you know, everyone's in these group chats, and we're all just doing stuff, and I'd be like heard. <laughs> And then it'd just be a bunch of copies. And, <laughs> and you're like, like, oh, I'm the weird one now. And I was cool. like, hmm. be a herd in a group yeah, be, of copies. Yeah, yeah, be a herd in a copy land. <laughs> be different. That's definitely a shirt somewhere from Uber and Shaker <laughs> yeah. or something. Just like, yeah. Which, yeah. by the way, shout be, out, be a herd in a world of copies. Shout out to Movers and Shakers and the hat that I'm wearing. Um, <laughs> it says uh, MILF. And it says, man, I love Fernette. Amen, sister. <laughs> so shout out to Fernette. Damn, I need this. I need that hat. I went to the supermarket today and uh, so many people I are I guess that would me. make me, a, I said make me a MILF. Are you I guess, into, I guess no. we're all a MILF now. Yeah, we're all, <laughs> we're all MILFs. MILFs. Everyone's a MILF. But also I'm like walking, I'm like, these people are going to think I'm actually a MILF. I'm hey, not a no. mom you'd like to fuck. I really like yeah. Fernette. <laughs> There's a difference. What That's else? It. What other, um, what else would I have? That's, so I want to, I want to know like, so obviously you come into this world and you know nothing about it. Like, do you, I, I'm sure you have some kind of interesting stories that have happened at the Fox. <laughs> or at least like beforehand as <laughs> or well. Or beforehand. I mean, shit. I mean, just crazy bar stories. It doesn't have to be your own. You could be in the bar and you could be the crazy story. One, one little thing, like just starting here from the beginning was we, we, you know, we just spent all this time and money and stress and effort. And like, I remember being in the bar and it was like, I was, I had like my breadcrumb POS thing and I was just creating back end. Like I was just yeah. in like looking at it and like making, I was like, do I like it this way? Do I like it this way? Do I like it alphabetically? Like how does this, how does this seem, you know, very logical? Yeah. And this Kahlua Bay truck comes by <laughs> the bar <laughs> and rips off our brand new air conditioning <gasps> off the side of the wall. Shut the fuck up. Oh yeah. No shout out for Kahlua. <laughs> oh my God. And, uh, Hold on. Where is it? That sound like still haunts me. <laughs> yeah. And you, That's exactly and what And you was. can hear it happening. We're like in the booth and we're like, fuck. And like. <laughs> Wait, at the Fox? Yeah. Where the fuck were this they? Thing were they was driving th- down like the, like, the, little the little alleyway? alleyway? Yeah. Between us and Nicoletto's. And I mean God like. damn. Took it. The thing fell off on the top of his truck. Like crimped the, the copper lines in the wall. Did he stop? He stopped because he was like resting on his truck. Got his license, filed an insurance claim. Like, I mean, like, guy had to come out. We did a whole new one. God, it's shit that you don't think like, that you're going like, to, like, I get mean, this into. thing was brand, it had been on two weeks. Oh, it's God. like, I don't know, eight grand. Yeah. Holy shit. And we were like, sorry, dude. Like, you stay right here, my man. And like, they, they took care of it. 
good. good. Um, or the insurance took care of it. I mean, like they shout were... out insurance. Shout <laughs> out to fucking insurance. Yeah, guys, big ups to insurance. Big ups. Um, Save my finger. Dude. Which is a thing. Like we actually have hospitality insurance. I love that. Mm-hmm. I fucking um, love that. Not a lot of people do it, but yeah. First night we ever lost power in the bar. You know, you're not really supposed to serve after 15 minutes of power loss. Another thing nobody knows. Yeah, because then like temperatures drop. And I love so this business so, aspect of this entire mm-hmm. podcast. So there's so many things like the liabilities that come on the business by serving in the dark get pretty complicated. So like that's crazy because I'm in the dark all the time at Ogori, dude. Yeah, I mean like a candle. Lights are much. on, but they're dim, yeah. dude. Right. So <laughs> at a certain point, like the emergency lights flicker on, like on a power outage, and um, I get up and make a whole thing of hey. I was like, we're going to get this 15 more minutes and we're going to pause service for the moment. Enjoy yeah. the drink you have in front of you. Um, if the power stays out, we're going to close everyone out and we'll welcome you guys back another day. Yeah. yeah. Totally cool. Turns out that's what happened. Like we had to close the bar. So we shut the bar down. Um, Robin and Katie from Walden were like, hey, we have power. It's a different, you'd think everyone loses power, but like they were fine. Oh, fucking grids, man. So they, so we are like, grids, hey, bring, bring, No, bring. shout out to grids. Yeah. yeah. Fuck grids. 86 grids. <laughs> Uh, 86 means I'm just um, <laughs> we've already gone into that so, the listeners uh, know. <laughs> so, so um, we they were so nice together like hey they have that huge walk in and they're like hey bring all your stuff over here so we, we oh, really chill everything but we went to insurance and like had had a claim and whatever and like we were able to get lost wages that's so cool so Fuck we yeah. were able to report X amount of tips over a certain amount of time as an average yeah. and give everyone a tip out hell yeah for not having worked and I remember, like, when get, one person was like, "No one does that." He's like, "He's like, I've been in business for twenty years." He goes, "No, no one's ever, no one's ever done that." Hey, but it's like the little shit, like awesome. that, the tiny little things that you can do to like set yourself apart. Like, it's fucking think, astronomical, and just, and just to make people want to work there and be there. To like, make people want to grow roots and like yes. feel yeah. stabilized and feel comfortable and really get footed. Um, there are little things I think you know operations and owners and whatever can can do yeah to make them feel taken care of absolutely and to where you're not drawing that line the same where it's the business and them but them as the business yeah but i also think that like even though you haven't been in the industry and you don't really know much like you came into it with like a blank slate and those are the things that you focus on because if you are started in the industry when you're fucking 14 you sure. know that nobody takes care of you right and you're not jaded in that mindset you accept mm-hmm. that as normal or yep. like that trauma is going to come around again yep. yes. like whatever comes to trauma train like stopping at me station like yeah sucks <laughs> Yeah, the trauma train, the trauma starts train. At me all the time. <laughs> Why am I always getting picked up here? Damn it! <laughs> yeah, but I think it's a fucking awesome thing. Like as much as it's like, oh, you want to like be like, oh, I haven't been in this industry, but like it's honestly like there's some strong points to it. Those are parts of the of the business where I think you're trying to like, it's not necessarily what you're doing, but you know, like I always say, like the the staff at the bricks, uh-huh. and I and I'm just trying to be the best cement I can be. Mm-hmm. I just want to like keep it all I together and like Aww. they're the weight yes. but like someone's got to be the glue and someone's yeah. got to be like hey like together this is a strong thing but okay. like without either of us this doesn't work and so um, yeah I mean, I mean little things like that that's, that story was gnarly I mean like again losing that AC and it was just a setback that you you were just like I just want to open this bar yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just been a year yeah. and um, so with that being yeah. said what was your guys's like like when you were like, let's open this fucking bar. Like, what what was your inspiration in opening? Like, how did you find that spot? 
Well, the yeah. Harry Potter spot. It's not a Harry Potter spot, but like yeah. how you guys are like underneath. Is it yeah. Nicoletto's yeah. Yeah. underneath? So, like how did so, you find it's so a cool place? Danny, cool Danny and Ryan were on the road for some time. So they're road dudes. I mean, they're in the music business. Shout yeah. out to and, the road dogs. Yeah, boom, road dogging. <laughs> and they, uh, but again, like new, new Andrew and we're like, hey, we have this, like, we know you're looking. Here's this basement. Mm-hmm. And it was somewhat creepy. Was there anything there before it? From the plumbing looked like there was a, a spot with three sinks for like a hair salon. Oh, but, okay. it, but if I show you, and when I show you the photos, you'd go, oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> that looks pretty. <laughs> like what was happening here? <laughs> it looks like thing some sketchy ass shit. Pretty sketchy. And um, so we were, we were like, well, let's, let's just demo this whole thing. Yeah. And like take it down to the studs all the way to like every wall of the suite and figure it out. And, I mean, one of the things we didn't necessarily even budget for was like pouring a level floor. Mm. The floor was eight inches off in in the very like in the in the mafia booth corner. Yeah, it was eight inches of cement that was from the other corner that wasn't that was different. Weird. That's like a whole person and a half. Yes. God <laughs> damn! For for yes. people that don't know inches like me, so that is like a person and a half. <laughs> that is one full person. Uh, yeah. So like, just things like that. We were like, Jesus! Like, okay, here's a whole new floor. I mean, yeah. but like we, I mean, we did all the demo ourselves. We, me and Brian, put all the insulation in. Wow. You know, like we, every a lot of little things that sweat equity. Um, yeah. Yep. Like finding the tiles and then like getting those the ceiling tiles and getting those situated and. You had an idea for like the theme of the bar going into it, then, yeah, right? For okay. sure, I think just like we're just basing it around the space, certain looks and moods, and they said you know. sexy charcuterie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> miso eggs. Give me some sex meat. Um, <laughs> Everybody loves a good sex meat. <laughs> I mean, that's why we're all here. That's why Shout that's out to sex. That's, meat. that's how we all got here. Yeah. <laughs> Things that I don't want to think about. Thank you. You're gross. Um, I'm sick. I mean, and then when you look, kind of look back, like. Um, the the president of Bacardi, the president North, North America came in with some higher ups, and he had this. This person was like, "I'm gonna go interview the president." And I was like, "Of America?" <laughs> <laughs> no, of just the, the Bacardi of the fine. Americas. And it was like, and she's like, "What's your name?" And like, it was one of those like introductions I haven't had since like Cotillion or something. Yeah, uh, which was like. Kevin Sanders, please meet. And I was like, Jesus Christ, oh, it's this so is, formal, this is fancy. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, uh, extremes and nice, niceties and had a great time. And it was just like, um, like, why'd you put your bar all the way out here? And I was like, well, well, in that time, it was like all the way out there. It was. Yeah. Now I, it's like, for the, the longest to time, be. like anything on Gallatin, like past a certain point, like past five points was like not the place to be. I concur. Or, like, uh, when I was here, when I moved here, anything past Dino was like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But I lived in Germantown. Yeah. So it was Fair. just like, get a little hammered. Honestly, it's just thought what it is. 308 to death and then fucking Dino's. Yeah. Shout yes. out to both of them. Shout, shout out. out. You know, that like, was, yeah, that was love everybody's both go-to. Those places. And even new shout out like Jane's Hideaway is, is they've, they it, get that. It's dope. They did a great job with that they space. They turned job. around really quickly. Absolutely. The J- service has JP been great. He did a great job. We went, uh, we all went and saw him and it was just, it's, I had never had Jane's Hideaway. And like really? I said, this, like East, East has got plenty of goddamn bars. Yeah. If we put one more goddamn bar and lose my shit. <laughs> Just give me a chopped salad place. <laughs> 
so I can live to some 45. Honestly, I think that all the time. Like, I need some healthy food yeah. in the East. So God damn it. One salad. Just one one a week, maybe. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, it's uh, very true. You know, because the hangovers and the hangover cures are, are going to be fine. I just need that one every day in between. Uh-huh. Yeah, I need a little oh, green hey, in my just life. A, it's a glass of water and I have some salad. But... Well, hey, uh, speaking of, let's take a shot to that. <laughs> We have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Yeah, but I mean, with that being said, you were definitely not in the spot, but now you are. Oh, obviously, yeah. Mickey's, was, Mickey's was still there. And like, Wal- I feel like Walden, unfortunately, like that was one of those spots that had changed a few times. Yeah, Hop Smith. It was Hop Smith. Really? No, 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 no. It was Hop something else. Because no, Hop, Hop Smith. Hop stops downtown. Hop Smith is by it. Was, okay. was, 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 right? Hop stops by uh, Red Door Midtown. That's I think that's Hop Smith. Shit, it's the other yeah, one. Yeah, so, so Hop, it was Hop Stop. That's what huh. I said. They, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, we're that's, confused. Again, like I take it back. I mean, like I'll quote Anthony Bourdain on this. Um, shout out. RIP. Shout out RIP. Um, he like talks about haunt like uh, haunted spots or like uh, cursed spots. Sure, like where multiple bars or restaurants have opened in the same location and yep. like nothing really sticks. I feel like that's one of those spots. Hopefully that'll change with Tiger Bar coming yeah, up. But and again that'll just bring more to that area, which is really cool because obviously yeah. Mickey's has always been a staple. Nicoletto's is like has been there for a while, but right. like still it's I mean also it, newer. Opening a bar, op- the bar was it was nice because we were looking at going. Okay, well, again. Uh, Andy and Becky Gaines that own uh, Mickey's are our landlords. Shout so, out. So I didn't realize they own that whole so area. They own, oh, that's wow. cool. They own, okay. they own the Nickelodeon building that we're in and they gotcha. own Mickey's. So Smart. They were like, okay, what's your business plan? And we're like, this is the new vibe. Mm-hmm. And they knew that like we would add substance and Absolutely. something different to the block. Yeah. That would, they would never compete with them. Like we're the, exactly. yin, we're the yin to their yang in a way. And then with oh, Hop. Absolutely. And like, then with Hop. Hop whatever. Hops. Hops. <laughs> hip hop. I, I remember hip, my, my parents and I used to go there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you got that. Hip hop, hip hop anonymous. <laughs> like we were like, okay, there's a craft beer bar, a craft cocktail bar. And then, and then the dive like, bar and in between, like the late Mickey's night is what the whole scale sits on. Yeah. yeah. So you, like you, you start. Bar, it's like, oh, Mickey's. Yeah. You start at either of those locations, then end up at Mickey's. Yeah. And, and there's cookout right, right next to her when you're done. I'll tell you yeah. what. What a savior. And, uh, and I think like that was like a big plan. And when the when the Walden came in, like again, like just the more the merrier. Mm, absolutely, I know what you mean. Like there was a spot in Decatur, Georgia, where I lived for a long time called Kimball House. And yeah, wait, oh my they're God. in Atlanta. What's up? Kimball yeah, House Decatur. is in Atlanta. I could, right oh, outside I, of Atlanta. Oh, I could almost okay. throw a baseball and hit them from my apartment. Oh my okay. God, I, I lived against all. I this went stuff. to Kimball House last time I was in Atlanta. I'm going when I go to Atlanta that next month. Pete and I went. It was awesome. That was a. A space that had turned over three times, really, in three years, and the Kibble House guys had been working at a br- a, a, a brew pub down the street called okay. Brickstore Pub, and it was like one of those. The people who owned that pub opened it in like '98, and had the county change like import beer laws to even get the stuff they were getting. Wow, so this is all like very formative for that. I mean, again, this is 23, 24 years ago. Yeah, so. And then they they all kind of, they were like this industry crowd. And again, I'm seeing this from a touring perspective and sure. watching these guys do this and watching that. And the Kibble House is a, a little old, foreshadowing without right? even knowing it. It's an old train <laughs> depot. And so it's, it's really it, cool. it is like yeah. on a train track and it's the coolest little thing. It and is. they went back and they 
you know, it could have been turnkey. And they said, nah, screw that. And redid the entire thing. Fuck yeah. And their investment and the, the people they had and the vision they had. And, it the, paid and off. what they had, their concept made that space unique. Yeah. I even looked at the space and I was like, I think we should just get 20 people who have enough money to split this rent. <laughs> it was yeah. so sick. Like paint this bitch black. Uh. Op- open for like, I don't know, 50, 52 months yeah. and then close. Yeah. I-, I wanted to look at that space like, okay, if it's his turnkey as it might be, has anyone ever thought about opening a place envisioning the closing? And just like not Which is a, a crazy thing to so think like, about. Yeah, you always yeah. open going, well, hope we're open forever, which isn't- You can't. Isn't, yeah, you can't, it's you not. Know, it's, a, it's definitely a fallacy to be like, oh, well, we're never going to close. Like, yeah. not going to happen to me. And that's one way to get through it. But yeah. what if you- what if you Did approach that way? the whole thing going, we only want to be open for like 56 months? I feel right. like if I were to ever open a bar, that's what I would do. <laughs> so you get in and you're saying, because it's like it's minimal effort, minimal the cost money. of something you don't know until you sell it. Yeah. Sure. You know, or it's not a part of the books. And so then you're like, well, okay, now I have the number times how many months I owned it. This is what it cost me. Yeah. What if you looked at a business and said, okay, if it's only a couple gallons of paint, no permits because we're not doing anything and just a business license um, or a liquor license. Yeah. You're, yeah. You, I mean, you're out the front door for, for <laughs> it, not a lot of money. It could be kind of fun. <laughs> and you just, you just make it a fucking shit show. Yeah. And I mean, a mess. You're, you're just going to- Sounds dangerous. You're also, just gonna, you're just sounds gonna, like, like fun. You're going to do like a 308. I mean, Mother's, like I mean, Mother's Ruins doing it every day. And then, like, <laughs> I, Which, no. I will shout them out. I won't no, I, go there, uh, but no. I, I shout them out. I mean, I don't. No, that's, that's, I don't mean that any ill will, but I mean like you no, know. No, not at all. There's. Oh no, we love mothers. There's a certain. You can you can just go. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn out. And let's we're just, just let's just, we're just throttle down. And I mean, I think all gas, can, no brakes. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I kind of wanted to see like, could you just make that place a, a shithole for for three or four years and then close? Yeah. And then from there, whatever you probably made on it because you had such a low upfront cost and probably low overhead. And take could, it. That, yeah. Do and whatever just, the and fuck then, you and want then, And then from there, like, okay, let's find- Do something more- But like, yeah. and then also you 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 created this in crazy environment that everybody had such a good time with that like they're so sad that right. it closes. And it's yeah. one of those nostalgic like, things next, like, yeah. yes, oh my God, God remember spot. this? Yeah. yeah. So like- Yo, those did you hear places, here first? Those places have value. Um, <laughs> I'm opening up a bar called All Gas No Breaks. We're here for 52 uh, weeks. <laughs> Kevin's like, what did I do? I love the name. I love. (laughs) All gas, no breaks. That's the name of it. Don't fucking steal it. There's so many like punny shirts I can already see in my head. Uh, Yeah, AGNB. Yeah, there you go. There's just stuff like that that I like for that space or any space even like. But also like as you as a business owner, like I'm. I was very excited for you to come on this podcast because like you literally run one of like the most incredible fun awesome bars and i didn't i personally didn't know that you came from like no hospitality industry like experience but like literally like you run that shit so well um so i think this podcast is really fucking interesting like you really get to see everything from like a business owner's aspect i'm hoping that it's another side to the coin i mean it's like absolutely i'm sure we can all like say like hey well like we've all just had to deal with the shitty guest and maybe a shitty boss and maybe a shitty coworker, and like I'm kind of in charge of all of those things. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, no, it's really, it's really in, um, I, what's the word I'm looking for? It's really insightful. That's the yeah. word. Words are hard. Yeah. It's, but uh, it's really cool. And I again, mean, like, I don't, like, even when I interview, I did, I remember, like, I was talking with a guy. Tell and, us your worst interview after this. 
<laughs> what is uh now I'll tell you right now. <laughs> like say less. Well, here's okay, here's how I look at an interview. Tell us. You're as service personnel, the, everyone's a stranger. Yep. Right? But I'm, like no one's a stranger. But I'm no different. So your service energy, your service face, yes. and your service personality should be on in a service job interview. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm just a stranger. So I need to see the sparkle, you know, the the humor, the laugh. Like I, those are the things because it's, again, like with no offense to bartending, it's, you're, you're using measuring cups for everything. <laughs> yeah. That's the easy part. Yeah. That's so, I mean, measuring, like, being a bartender is the easiest part. Being not, a people person is the I'm hardest not, part. Right. I'm not downplaying the craft at all. It's a lot no, no, hard. No, no. I, 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 oh, minimize, it, it I minimize gets, it by saying it's a red no, I, Yeah, no, I know. But, but to only give it a small moment of, of, of marginalization to the yeah. small part. Like, yeah. if you can't talk to a person, yep. then being the best bartender might not be enough. But also, yeah. if you're a shitty bartender, you can talk to people, you can do anything. And I can say that because I was a yes, shitty that, bartender. Because that yeah. door doesn't swing both ways. Absolutely. And that's just kind of where when I'm looking, when I'm meeting someone for the first time, like, I'm very honest about what the bar is, what their role would be. I'm yep. very much selling a job. Yeah. This is what I'm going to expect from you. This is how we do what we do. This is why we do what we do. This is how we got here to do why we do what we do. Like, yeah. it's a lot longer than it should be. Obviously, in this podcast, you're going to see I'm pretty long-winded. But I explain everything. Yes. We give, love it. Give a tour. And I'm just I'm just wanting to be like, hey, this is, this is what it is. And in that moment, it's like where I'm still like – I'm trying to make it light to like, okay, lighten up and then let's have some fun. Like Absolutely. I'll drop an F-bomb. You can yeah. cuss around me. I'm not freaking square. Like, yeah. let's go. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that's the best part. People think you're so uptight and you so drop an I'm, F-bomb. It just fucking I'm takes just it all I'm just trying away, to get baby. them to be like, hey, like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know you, but like, give me your service energy Yeah, and let me see how that feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's just like, because I got to the end of one interview and the guy was like, I was like, right, well, that really pushed you going back. He's like, wait, like, do you want to know like, like how to make, I go, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. He's like, really? And I was like, yeah, man, I, I don't really care. Cause I, I feel like those are things that you can teach. Yes. Um, you can't and, teach personality. You can't teach and, a personality. Yeah. I, I mean, I heard this some time ago in Atlanta, but you, you hire personality, you train technique. Yeah. I would agree. And like, that's just one of those things <laughs> I've always focused yeah. on. And that's where like trying to get personalities in a space yeah. is what sets the mood of a space and then allows you to kind of do your And I honestly think process. that's why the Fox has been so successful for what it is. I think I'm hiring people that I want to hang out with. That I, that I go, hey, these are people that get it or get me. And if I'm not here, I need a little bit of me here to still bleed through. And, yeah. and I think like part of the pandemic was there were some shifts. Everyone, you know, was like, well, I've been on the team three years. Like, let me get, let me, maybe now's a good time. Yeah. And that's, that's totally makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Uh-huh. To be honest, I look at the pandemic and even the shift that it had in the personnel at the Fox, I at least got to mask very normalized change in a good way. Mm-hmm. You know, like I still look at the way that if we, if and when we lose someone, they don't typically go bartend somewhere else. Yeah. They've They're ca- going they they, they kind of go, things. they go, you know what? Hey. This is it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and I feel I'm, like that's a really <laughs> fucking fantastic thing as a fucking partner in a bar. Like that's something you should be proud of. I just want to like, I like, I love working with adults. I love working with anyone who wants to understand this business or learn this business from yeah. any, any prospect side of it. Yeah. I want to, um, but at the same time, like when people are like, <laughs> I kind of say I'm the easiest guy to quit for. I love that. That's like, a really good fucking way I, to put it. I'm not here to keep anyone hostage 
you know, no. or be like, but just because you work here, it makes my life easier. Yeah. Sure. You leaving creates some ripples. Like, yeah. And, and not, okay. Like, it's cool. But like, it's nothing worse than COVID. But like, baby. I'm so just like, I'm so happy for you. How can I help you? What can I do for you? Uh, in this town, you know, there's so many, any, anyone who that it's a, that's a freelance photographer, that's a small business, mm-hmm. you know, so yeah. there's this town's built on it, which I love that that's how Nashville feels and is, and especially yeah. East Nashville. But, um, I've got so many people that are like, all right, man, like I'm, I'm going to go do my thing. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you. That's so awesome. Yeah. Can I call you from time to time? Like, do you want to go into our bullpen? So quitting even for me is a way to say, Hey, look, the expense of training you and the value of having you yeah. are not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Can I, you know, I want you to go shoot if- shows and do this thing and do your thing. Can I call you if we kind of run into a like? Can I you felt fill in? that's yes. the best no. fucking way to end a like end a, yeah. a an appointment anywhere and be like, yo, I don't ever want to leave, but like I'm gonna do my thing. If I'm just gonna keep you on a call, yeah. Like, if ever I felt that, so I came into the Fox on Friday and Ryan was working behind yeah. the bar, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so happy. He's like doing real to uh, realtor business yes. now. Like him and his wife, like he, she's pregnant. They came into Taylor last week. They had the best time. He's a fucking sweetheart. And I came into the Fox on Friday and I saw him behind the bar and it made me so happy. I yes. was like, oh my God. He's like, yeah, I just wanted to pick up a shift and just like work on my chops and just like be there. And it's been a while. And he's like, a, that just made me so happy. To he's see a great him. example. I'm trying to tell people yeah. like, hey, just because I'm not on tour doesn't mean I don't want to play a show. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so like I can understand the passion and the connection and the showmanship of what we do mm-hmm. and how it's done and and venturing into new prospects of your life yeah. and, and never wanting to lose because you can definitely get rusty. Mm-hmm. I, bar, I mean, shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Show, seen show number one. Yikes. But, uh, you know, like you can, <laughs> you don't want to lose that. You don't want to lose your connection to this industry because it probably has gotten you to where you are now. Yeah. And so it's definitely, you know, the common denominator in your life. And so watching that happen, I'm like, hey, you can, you can go do your thing, but can I still keep you from, like, I go, if you don't mind me bothering you and you don't, and I don't mind you saying no. Yeah. Hey, man, not this week. You got it. Love you. Yeah. Bye. Cheers. Cool. But that's the but that's the other thing is again what I said earlier is like you coming in the industry like not being jaded it's just like you when people leave your bar you're just like yo like do you want to come back like, like eventually yeah. like no, no hard a lot feelings. of other people like, have pop left in. yeah other it's people cool. have left bars and like burn bridges like oh yeah that's not burning bridges is something that's happened I mean I've burned a few bridges but like fuck those places for sure. real but that you when you come into a place and you feel very taken care of and they take care of you and like. If you work the Fox and like you leave and you're very communicative on what's happening, like it's just like, yo, like you don't have like, obviously you're going to go do your thing. We support you. But if you ever want to come back, like that's one of the things for me as a bartender. And I'm sure Nikki can attest to this. It's just like one of the my favorite things about whenever I left Liberty Commons, shout out to Taylor, um, was I had just (laughs) started working at Old Gory and he was like, I'm not going to like you don't have to quit. I'm just going to take you off the schedule if you ever want to work again please call me. And like, yeah. that's something that is so sick. Yeah. I even identifying if the, if the place, if my place isn't going to be your place, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like, Hey, it seems like you enjoy what we do, but it might not be what you need for now. Yeah. yeah. How, what, what's the best way? What to... do you think? Like, what's our, what's our exit strategy here? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't want someone to kind of go behind the hedges and be like, I got another job and then give me two weeks. Like, no, you got to keep that communication open and Absolutely. have a relationship so, with people that you're like, yo, like this is what's happening. And being able to do that is like, Kevin, are you the perfect boss? <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, I, I I think you hold all of like, 
like you know and like as much as you just know enough and like you're very I think I'll spend as much time and energy as I can caring caring for people and trying to give them a very comfortable space to to do what they do in and at the same time like maybe not do it at all you know yeah, like I, sure. I but like communication is is just key, key. and honor respect just kind of hey like honor my time and 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 what I'm trying like the thousand other things I'm trying to do um and if I can help you out, I totally will. And yeah. if I can help you get another job somewhere, I will. Like, yeah. I, I, it's, it's not, like, it doesn't have to be personal. Yeah. It's respect my business and I'll respect yeah. yours. However, and- I mean, like, <laughs> however, well, I mean, there's it's, a, there's a devil on all of us. I mean, like, if you, of course. if you, I always say like, I'll, my job is to protect you and protect the bar and maybe sometimes protect the bar from you. Mm-hmm. And if Ooh, I, have to, yeah. and if yeah. I have to get there, then like, we'll get there. You know, that doesn't have, that does not happen often and yeah. has maybe hardly ever happened. Well, I feel like that's you like hiring very But that's, and that's, I mean, I've said it. I'm just like, hey, like I will spend every ounce of my energy to, to take care of you, protect you, like protect your career, hope it flourishes and even encourage you to go live the life you want to live outside the bar. Mm-hmm. I will forever be an ally. And even if those people, like I said, are freelancing in some other line of work, I want them to succeed, so I want them to think they have a backup plan, so that it doesn't seem as stressful. Yeah, walking out, just walking away alone seems awfully terrible. Yeah, it's very so. Hey, like let's let's get that negative thought out of your mind. Let you focus on the positives of what you're doing. You'll probably succeed, or maybe succeed more or less, or quicker or sooner than that. And all I've had to do is just give the doubt in your mind a, a reason to just like go away. Yeah. I don't know. It's just shut it, up. Yes, you do. You know, you're fucking. <laughs> you awesome. clearly do know. Obviously, no. I think I think this whole fucking podcast has been very the insightful. psychological aspects of people and just absolutely. That's all it comes down to. Are is just it's to me. It seems so obvious. And what I always just think is like, oh well, this is obvious, right? And then it's like, no, dude, no, no, it's one, not. no one. It's like quite... saying common sense is common. <laughs> <laughs> It ain't common. He's like, ah, you're right. <laughs> we'll just call it sense. <laughs> yeah, you know, sense Let's and get into that. I mean, you're right. I think common sense, critical thinking, and problem solving are things that don't necessarily come with being in this industry. Yeah. And I wish that it did. Yeah. But those are the things that I do or that I have. And so if, or maybe every boss manager should have those 100%. strengths. If they mm-hmm. don't, whoever's hiring that guy Needs to get kicked in the pants too, like like <laughs> kick him in the pants, like dude. Like, how do you want this ran? If you really want to know why your turnover is bad or your or your business is shit or your service is shit, like look at like look into yourself. Start. That's absolutely a, like a bar red flag. I think it's like if you go into a bar and like every time you go in, it's like completely different staff every single time you yeah. go, and you're like, okay, obviously these people aren't sticking around, and there's got to be a reason for it. Yeah. That's what's nice. I feel about like going to the Fox is like, it's always riding those waves is tough. You know, like you have a sort of first class Mm -hmm. and for us, like, I feel like there was like a first class and we got about, we got about three years with a lot of original people. Oh, shout out Nick Dolan. Nick Dolan and and Chris Mountain and and just these individuals that like really helped shape the narrative that the bar is the ethos, a lot of the energies and the reasons we do what we do. And I wouldn't be as far along or maybe as solidified in the ways that I think or act or speak, but without them, uh-huh. but they, they were willing to, to respect me enough to teach me when I'm supposed to already know. Yeah. yeah. They weren't like, who the fuck's this guy? Like. Who, who the no, fuck's this guy? Yeah. What's you're helping each other. And so like our first class was great, but at the same time, yes, that, that turnover changes things and regulars are, <laughs> regulars are like, I don't want to change. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, so it, yeah. it's definitely like a regular thing, like, oh, well, like, where's my favorite bartender? But that's, and that's where that COVID change allowed us to mask yeah. maybe some of the harshness of that. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like, again, it's not like anyone's leaving to go bartend like next door. Yeah. Like, th- these are like big shifts, beverage directors and like, yes. you know, like car salesmen and, and realtors and like they're trying completely different other walks of life. Yeah. And that's cool too. And also like the change within the regulars themselves. I don't know how many regulars you guys had that had kids. Yeah. I mean, the amount of babies coming out of the Fox is insane. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, shout out to the Fox babies. That and like, it was either that or the complete opposite. I feel like so many, like during COVID, it was either like a lot of babies or a lot of breakups. And there's a lot of dogs. We had, we had all of it. We had, we had marriages. I mean, like, you know, we had proposals and then it was like, we're having kids. Then then I'm like, where are you? They're like, I'm a fucking parent, man. Like, I'll see you in like, 12 years. Yeah. And I was like, see whenever I get a fuck. babysitter, my guy. I mean, people moving, people taking advantage of the housing market mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. repositioning themselves that way. I mean, like all of it affects your business. And again, your mission doesn't say the same. I got in my head about that one time. And, and Jesse, we were walking uh, by the house and this is a COVID walk. And she was like, you know, that they don't know the that guests don't know their schedules. Right. Yeah. And that was like, she said it and it just, and it blew my mind. Yeah. Because I, I maybe was tying the, you know, like I, I valued the employee experience so much yeah. that maybe I was even part of like putting so much weight on it. She's like, they don't fucking know when they work. Yeah. They just like come, so they, just, they come because they're a part. There's, there's an, an overall thing yeah. in, in, in a space that they would go to any space and attest to why they're there. You've done that. And if you continue to do that, you'll be fine. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. Oh, my God. Thanks, <laughs> oh, wait babe. Off, I, wait off my chest. Yeah. But, I mean, like, again, coming out of COVID was tough. Like, people weren't ready to get back to work or dive back into service. And maybe they hadn't said yes or no to another line of work or mission or passion. And so, like, people were like, I mean, I, mean, I have to work, but I don't want to, you know. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know. This, this shit's crazy. Yeah. It's a weird life we live. What else? <laughs> What's your guilty pleasure cocktail? <laughs> oh, oh, easy. oh, yeah. Uh, so, like a, a drink that you'd be Long Island. Long Island. Yeah, oh. you motherfucker! Really? It's the best. God drink. damn! I love this Everything so that you just said, cancel it. Is that I'm just kidding. Else's? Or no? No. <laughs> no. When I was, whenever I would go to a bar and I had ten dollars and I wanted to get fucking wasted. Long Island. Dude. So I'm not fu- judging you. I'm kidding. So Dave and Buster's happy hour. <laughs> Hold on. This whole statement. Dave and Buster's I don't know where when I was probably some tour thing and like we were in Long Island and there was like a Dave and Buster's used to have two happy hours a day <laughs> so they would have like a insert or maybe, maybe some normal hours or the last two hours of service for them every night was another happy hour yeah so we would just roll through and we're like fuck oh, like, like, like Corona Rita's and also <laughs> the cor- double. also the Corona Rita is <laughs> Any drink that has a baby bottle drink sticking out of it, honestly, yeah. for me, I went to a Dave and Buster's. For this is me. this is this is good. I'm picking up a pattern here. Um, <laughs> Something about Dave and Buster's. I went to Dave and Buster's to get a Corona Rita, and they were sold out. And across the bar for me was like a Frosé with a rosé sticking out of it. I'll take uh, that instead. Thanks. And I just go, <laughs> "What's she drinking?" And he goes, "The pink rosé with the rosé in." It. I said, "I want a drink." With a bottle sticking out of it. <laughs> what have you got? He goes, yeah. show me what you got. He goes, that. And I go, let's go. <laughs> let's go. I'll take it. it. 
<laughs> Anything we'll with a baby bottle yeah, in it, like, done. I uh, shit. We got out, we went to the Killers concert the other night, and uh, um, I am so jealous. I had to work, and my friend had the box. Oh, okay, got, such a the fucking box? fuck. I know. On such a good I show, dude. They did great. I mean, we were. Um, the night before, we were like, oh, we should go to Killers. And we're like, oh, it's like $15 tickets. Oh. What? Um, yeah. And here's Buy them last minute. Yeah, for sure. Here's, oh, a, here's a weird tidbit that no one really wants to know because the nosebleeds are just, you know, the nosebleeds. Yeah. In the stadium, we we were row P. And it in the, goes, in it, the nosebleeds? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, okay. Like third Like level. 3-0 who gives yeah. a shit. Row yeah. fuck yeah. off. Gotcha. Row fuck off. Three yeah. O who gives a shit. Row fuck off. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So <laughs> I'm, I'm picturing you it. know. So here when we go, you stand you know. up and you feel like you're gonna fall over. Yeah. Got yeah. It. Okay. And you're like tapping the steel yeah. of the room. You're yeah. like, yeah. God damn it, this is the wall. No one in here is touching a wall but me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's you know L M N O P right. Well, there's we're row P, and it stops at N, and then doesn't designate row P. Oh. So I'm me being me. I'm like. You look on the app and you see. I'm like, I'm like, I'm in fucking seat geek. I'm like looking shit up. I'm yes. standing in my section and I go and it's and it's L M N P. And so my idea was like, is this one of those Easter egg things where it's like Nashville Predators and there's no O? Okay. In the lettering. Weird. Just a little huh. food for thought. I don't know, but so I so oh. this was. A, Did so you guys funny. move from the letter P though? <laughs> we stayed at P because I was in the middle of the. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I had never sat in the middle of a row. So the people are walking towards me. There's a railing at my crotch pretty much. And yeah. I'm tapping the wall behind me. And I'm like, you know what? This is a unique situation. Let's just roll with this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so what happened was after I had done all my due diligence, I was like, okay, I'm educated. Then, <laughs> That's all it takes. Hey, then shout out Google, to being educated. Then my hospitality mind kicks in. Yeah. And so people are just walking up. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, hey, what, so what, what section are you in? Yeah, three oh six eleven. You're yeah, you're that way. <laughs> so hey. you were being like the oh, little yeah, concierge, like, hey, like, like hey, hey, this oh, is where you go. Three oh seven, but it, there's, is there any P? I go. You found P. I'm here. You're I in. I was P. like, pays me. Yeah, you're in it. You're in the P. <laughs> we are the P's. Yeah. We are the P's. This is the pod. Hop in. We're going dance. Yeah, and uh, my buddy beside me, he's like, you, he's like, you just can't not be you. Yeah, and I was like, they're lost. <laughs> I want to help these people are lost. And I was like, look, I have to stand up less if I just get in front of this and go, what are you, what are you doing? And then someone was like, well, we're seat seven. I go, what row? They're like, we're like, it's like three. I go, what fucking row are you in? They're like, fucking letter, dude. I was like, you're down here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But that was, but but we like, we can't turn it off. We left the long, long story long. We left the show and uh, my buddy, Jesse Cleats was over at fucking mellow mushroom. And that dude's, just South Florida amazement. Oh, and he's in there just shit. He he's like an iguana. He loves heat. He's like <laughs> wants to be on a rock and like just be he's Oh just, my God. He's just so Floridian. And then like so you imagine him with tourists and he's he's just he's he's a he's a bartender. He's just so good at it. Yeah. And so he just eats it up. And I was like, four Long Islands. <laughs> oh my and God. and with, didn't skip a beat. He's like, you got it. Yeah, and then we're doing lemon drops. I was like, "What the oh. fuck are we doing?" Oh Blue man, you, you had a basic ass night. I love it. I'm like a pair of UGG boots away from being the most basic person you've met. I that makes me so. I happy. love. I love that you ride that line though. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I spent 115 dollars Yankee Candle last night. <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting that. Shout out to fucking Yankee Candle. <laughs> Dude, your ah, house is gonna smell amazing. Yeah. Sick. Buy three, get three. What are we doing here right now? I'm gonna buy oh, six. Shit. 
So I mean, like, I mean, they're like, do you want to tack on a little pumpkin tumbler holder? I was like, pick it up. <laughs> Like I'm fucking in, and yeah, and I mean every year I'm just God, I'm so basic. <laughs> just more I, and more basic. You are, but you're not. That's the beautiful. Well, there's thing a. About you. I think that part of me from um, the bar world is that I don't. Maybe maybe I don't egotistically look at bartending. Uh-huh. I consumer. I so I'm like, yeah. I'm the guy. You're. I'm the guy who may be hard to please. Like I don't like better drinks. And I really don't. Like, I'm not really a bitter drink guy. That's just my gotcha. palate. Yeah, and and I totally understand everyone's like, fucking Negronis. And I'm like, mm, no, 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 yeah, no, no. That's Nikki. No that's Gronies. me. It's me. Yeah. I'm bitter as fuck. I love so, it. So, like, I'll go yes. into our meetings and I'm just like, for me, I'm like, why is this look? Why this cube or not? Like, why this dilution? Why? Yeah. Um, For me, mouth fills everything. Yeah. So like first sip, if it's too, if the viscosity seems kind of strange or just the thickness to it, uh-huh. like that. That bums me out. Not yeah, um, not a viscous person. If it feels sweet, it probably is sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I get to a point where like you're just not, we're just not breaking it down. But there's also like, well, give it time. And I go, but it, you just served it to me. Yeah. Like this the first, time that the was first given, sip is, is one sure. thing. Also like, you know, the five first minutes after. Yeah. sip so, is the deepest. <laughs> is the thickest. <laughs> you know, and we, and we talk through that. So I'm like, all right, like what's, you know, is this a crusher? Is this something that can go on crushed mm, ice yeah. and, and that you'll likely consume quick enough? A good old that patio dilution? pounder. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We love, shout out to patio pounder. We love pounders. a patio pounder. Another great bar name. <laughs> it's just a patio, a giant <laughs> just, patio. Just a patio. I call it Pound patio it. pounder. And I feel like, like there's a, a I, time and a place for that, and it's usually like summer to fall. And I wish there was a more it's, just, it's also like, on my patio at my house. <laughs> yeah, we call it my house, Nashville's newest <laughs> hotspot, my place. Womp womp. Yeah. My no. house. Anyway. I don't know. Like, what about like, um, there's those drinks. Um, I call them the modern classics. Like, yeah. Um, paper plane, last word, naked and famous. Corpse survivor. Yeah. I made so like, many naked and famouses in last word. Those like those whole that whole three quarter ounce mm-hmm. of the build all the way down. I love those. I sometimes feel bad ordering them. Like for example, my guilty no. pleasure drink. Like if I go to a, a downtown, like seeing Jesse Cleats at Mellow Mushroom yeah. after a concert where I've had a twenty four ounce Bud Light Black Cherry yeah. seltzer. <laughs> I'm like, who cares where yeah. we're at at this point? But yeah. like, um, I'll go to like a cocktail bar and I really, I don't know, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'll go to a cocktail bar and I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't fucking know. Oh, and, yeah. And oh, then like, and then, and every they, single and they, time. And they, and they, and I learn a lot because they gave me this menu and I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like, uh, and I'm like, just give me a daiquiri. How's, <laughs> how's your daiquiri? And I feel like that, like the daiquiri is like the chicken Alfredo of like <laughs> every bar. <laughs> like you could, yeah, you can go to any spot and like, like, let me just, let me try. Like, how do you? How do you do this thing? Start with that. You know? But if then I'll ask, good, like, can you naked famous? And they're like, and I, and I, they either A, don't know what it is. Yeah. And I'm or like. Or A, just think And I feel douche. like, again, they're, it's just wait, gin, bourbon, or, you know, uh, mezcal for those. And I'm like, but they're three great drinks. Yeah. That if you're trying to sort of convince someone to have a cocktail, it's like, I don't do cocktails. Like. Well, try ways are fucking delicious and mm-hmm. they're easy to make. You can make this at home. You'll feel like a, you'll feel like a rock star. Yeah. You feel like a mixologist, man. But then I'll go to a bar and order those because I'm like, just give me a fucking, I don't know. I'm like, like yeah, I, give me I, naked famous. Like, like, I don't want to think, and I don't want you to think. Yeah. Like the, my go to, yeah, my go to of like me not wanting to think, and like I don't want the bartender to think is a gin and soda. Well, yeah, that's every like time the easiest 
of oh. it, but I guess, but like when it comes to like cocktail bars, you want to like if you're going to order a, like, like, let's say the menu isn't speaking to you, uh-huh. like what would you order that you think they can make, know what it is and crush? Mine would be a last word. I feel like that's not a hard drink to remember. That's the gin one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be mine too. That's my favorite. That's my favorite cocktail of all time. I mean, those, a paper plane, last word, and a naked Or an old version. Yeah, those three those for sure. Three, like, like, are just obscure enough to be, like, obviously off menu, but not just, like, the like the five mother cocktails, you I know? I feel like everyone should know those. Yeah. I feel like if you're bartending, like, I mean, craft bartending in this world, like, you should know those. Uh-huh. And those should be safe bets where everyone should go, got it. Yeah. Heard. Um, or <laughs> go, yeah, hey, would, okay, I know that you, what you order. We have this. Mm. You want like let's just you want to try this one? Yeah, and that's in the bartender being like, "Hey, like we don't have maybe these ingredients, but like I can get you something similar or close or whatever." Right. And that's again on bartenders. That's like, that's we should we should take a shot. Fuck. Yeah, hey, let's we go. We have no bananas. We have no bananas today. Yeah, oh, and yeah. we're back. So uh, we're, we're back. We took a shot. We took a pee. Um, we peed in our chairs. Um, okay. Go piss, girl. So <laughs> that's my favorite thing you said to me. <laughs> Was that you peeing right now? <laughs> what a cute pee sound. That was a little chef smooch. <laughs> your butthole. It just sounds funny in my, in my ears. I was like, this is quite a fun noise. Is it tickling your ears? Um, I don't think we've gotten into any don't fucking do's with you. Yeah. Hey, what? Don't fucking do's at the bar. What's that? Like something that you would be like, hey. You don't ta- fucking do that. You talking to a guest like, hey, don't fucking do this when you're at a bar. Or or as a bar owner to yeah. whatever, like don't fucking do that. So like I'll give you You, you could example. talk to bartenders oh, <laughs> or people yeah. that work for you. <laughs> you're fine. Uh, Just don't name names. One of my, one of my weird ones is, is like, and this is maybe more of like a, I don't know if it's a fine dining thing, like no pointing. Oh my Ooh, god! Yeah. Like, okay, like, hot take like, on like, that. Don't fucking point. And like, I have to remind a lot of people of that. I point. Um, I'm like, you know that I can tell you exactly where someone is without moving my hands. Yeah. You know they are T three position two. Yeah. Or at the very worst, like we're open palming, full hand. Yes. You know this, like even when you're directing someone, I don't go that way. There's you know? the bathroom. There's like, the, I, I'm just you know, point at it. Open hand, full palm, like to that direction. Or at least like halfway walk them well, towards it if you're on that side I of the floor. I think for me is when I, the only times I find myself pointing is whenever I have like a sea of people behind me and I have to like point at someone to be like, I go, come uh, here. And I point at them. Yeah. That's the only way that, no, it, and I know it's probably no, not no, no, the no. best. I, I think but, that pointing in that sentence is probably, is, is, in sense, it's probably fine. Like the volume side and directing and you, you're, uh, a music director's pointing. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, so there's, there's a symphony of people behind me and I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't want to be like, I don't want to be like, you come here. Can, right. And I mean, I think the, that's the only time I point at a bar like the Fox or certain bars, you're going to want to uh, be a little more delicate and, and that kind of nature to certain things, you know, and the Fox, we kind of always say it feels like an elevator where you're kind of always aware of what's happening in an elevator. Sure. Like, you know, like, yeah, I know there's six people in this elevator and I know I, and I could, pr- like, you could yeah. really dive into all of them instantly, but you're kind of trying to forget everyone. Okay. That's, the Fox is like that. Like <laughs> That's a really if, good if, way to put it. What an interesting if, analogy. If, like, if yeah, but it, it makes sense. If something's too off, it's going to take the whole room's attention. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, 
for better or for I mean, like when volume swells happen, it's like, what the fuck, those pieces of shit. Yeah. Don't you know where you are? And I don't I don't want that to happen. Like sure. I think you want to be, especially in like craft cocktails or even like um like understanding this world where you're fighting pretentiousness um yes. and intimidation, which mm-hmm. is why I realize that yeah. like coffee and and cocktails have such a correlation. One hundred percent. And so it is your job to diffuse and also like bring that comfortability down to, or, or that vulnerability yeah. up to where, hey, like, absolutely. fucking hey, like, like, if you want to come to this bar and just get a beer and a shot, you shouldn't feel yeah. like you fuck. shouldn't feel intimidated to go there anyways. Like Do you it. just want to be there. Like it doesn't, it shouldn't matter. Like, oh, you're not ordering a cocktail here. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like judging or just you. Also with that being said, not knowing what you want, like, let me show you my menu yeah. and like, let yeah. me like guide and, you. Yeah. It, there's, there is an extraction that a bartender has to have that is, a delicate nature to it where you're saying, Hey, like you're literally put, like, like I'm taking you on this journey and you're allowing me to sort of make the decision with you yeah, mm-hmm. and letting them sort of explain what they know or don't know. And People so that's fucking how, love that. they love it. And if you just work it right, then like they're comfortable, you know, and how you steer that. Yes. hundred percent. I think you just got to be aware of that. And like, when people come into bars yeah. like Ogoria or the Fox, they kind of get a little overwhelmed and they see this like menu of things and they're just like so overwhelmed and yes. they're just like, what do you like? And I'm like, let's talk yeah. this through together. You That's know what you're saying? It, yeah. It's not what I like. It's what you like. So like, yeah. like let's have a conversation about it. I like it. anal. You like right. penetration. <laughs> I mean. So. <laughs> two different sides of the coin. So vodka so like, and rum, right? They're like, right. what do you like? I'm like, anal. And they're like, okay, well, anal is the gin. Gr- the and- gronies and pina coladas. Like, <laughs> um, tell me what you want. Anal is absinthe and uh, penetration is vodka. So it's just like, people are like, what do you like? And I'm like, no, let's talk about what you like. I am your cocktail uh, connoisseur. Like, I'm here to take you on this journey. Yeah. Like, let's go on it together. And like people, again, like I said, people come in very intimidated. And like, when you come at them with a very understanding nice way yeah. and you're just like let's let's talk through this like, i like um yeah i you i there was a moment in time when i started to see this thing that was regularly happening at the bar where i was like as and i pulled everyone aside and i was like guys our service has gotten awfully quiet mm. like, yeah that's not what i'm I, we are not here for what can i get you yeah here you go anything else thanks for coming in yeah what 100%. the fucking fuck? One hundred percent. That is, <sighs> Jesus Christ! That is, that I is, would yeah. get wait. Robots. That is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like that's not what the people want. And it's just like, hey guys, like people are sheep. You heard sheep. Just a reminder, like, hey, like, let's make this a conversation. Explain 100%. the menu or how our menu works. Explain anything they have questions about, and if anything, make them comfortable to either be risky. Yes. Or if they take a leap that will take care of it. I would rather, I, I've said in interviews a thousand times, I'm just like, we're looking for epiphany and experiences. Hey, do you like gin? Nah. Do you just hate tonic? Yeah. You, probably, you probably don't like tonic. You yeah, probably, I she, fucking you hate probably, tonic. I can't stand tonic. Or you, like, uh, or, or like I hate pine trees. I was like, there's so many different yeah. types of gin that like everybody immediately associates it with like, oh, I don't like I don't want to drink trees. a Christmas tree. Yeah, I don't like, no. like rum. Like, oh, Do you hate Captain Morgan's? Oh, like, bet. I, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> we can fix this. If you Let me guide you, baby. If you think that drinking, Let me be your drinking in your 30s <laughs> is like drinking in your 20s, you're wrong. Like, absolutely. You know, it's, pr- but you, you look at it like, that one thing that you won't eat anymore because you threw up when you ate it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, Bleh. like don't, <laughs> don't, don't let them get in the way of that and make them feel comfortable. Someone's like, what do you got? What, what vodka drinks you got? 
And I was like, tell you what. I go, you ever had a daiquiri? They're like, no. And they're yeah. like, they're like, I go, and not the vacation ones. And they not go, the, not the, yeah. <laughs> not the, not the, not, oh my God. No, I'm going to use, no, I'm going to use that. People are like, I want a daiquiri. And I'm like, it's not the one that you think yeah. it is. I go, yeah. I go, not a poolside daiquiri. You know, not a beach deck. I like, I like, I cocked it. And they're like, no. And I go, check it out. I was like, let's get you one of those. If you like it, I will go from there. If not, yes. I go, if not, no, no cost to you. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. It's like, uh, hey, I'm going to, yeah. uh, this is what no I'm going to, I'm going to bring this to you based off of what you told me. Yeah. If you hate it, yeah. I tell people, I'll, I'll drink it. I, th- that was my joke as well. I'll be like, yeah. okay, hey, like if they'll be like, hey, like make me this, like something like that. I'll be like, all right, cool. Like I'm going to make you what I like. Sure. Uh, if you hate it. I'll drink it. Yeah. Right. And they're like, and they love it. It's like I, one of those I just things love like, going like you, yeah. there's no responsibility to like this mm-hmm. in any way, shape or form. And yeah. if it's it's in I'm that case, it. if you don't like it, that, I, that also just, helps. But stop drinking it. Give it back yeah. to me. I'm not going to charge you for it. I will get you something that you actually do yeah. like. Because the value is, if you look at it from a dollars and cents standpoint, um, let's say the drinks 180, 160, two bucks to make. Yeah. Yeah. Rough guess, which is ballpark it. Uh-huh. But if they come back, Five times. Because they like that drink that but, you made for right. them. Okay, hey. Done. Hey, I, I tell you, mate, this is not for me. I go, you know what? It looks shitty to me too. Let's get rid of it. <laughs> you know what? Like, Honestly, fuck that drink. Yeah. I When they say they hate your drink, I go, I don't think that's the best drink. I think I don't like that drink either. I go, <laughs> I go. What's, what's, what do you want next? And they and just make them feel comfortable in in feeling bad for for being honest because that's a real thing. Yeah. And so we we immediately go, I hear you and I also agree with you. And I don't. I hate that drink too. That drink sucks. <laughs> I go, what's next? And then they're like, okay. What we? And then we start over. And when you get them through that, they feel either A, they learned something or so comforted by the experience that they're going to go, got to go to this place. And they'll yeah. bring you, they'll bring someone back. 100%. And then they come yep. back. And then they yep. come back again and again To and that again. point, it's just like, the one thing is like, when you go to a bar that's like, I don't know, pretentious and people feel it, like annoyed that you're ordering a cocktail and they never like even if they get a cocktail they don't want they feel bad right and so when people bring cocktails back to me they they say sorry so they say sorry and i'm just like don't be sorry i want you to drink something that you enjoy and then they're just like okay this is what i want and then usually the next time around they're like i'm like also not going to charge you for that and they get the drink that they want and then they get three more yeah yeah and it's also i would preface it a little bit talking about guests like if you're going to be an asshole about Oh yeah! Didn't like your drink. If you're gonna be a dick, like that's when it becomes an issue. My idea is like, if you're gonna be mean about it, yeah, and like you just immediately start shitting on the bartender that made it or whatever, like that's when it becomes a problem. And you're like, hey, like I, I am more than happy to make a remake a drink for you or make something different. But like, don't be an asshole about it. Like, just be like, hey, I'm so sorry. I did not like this drink. That is completely normal. Everybody's taste is different. Be nice about it. Because you're right. Any time, any bar that you would go to, if you just like take a couple sips, it's not your vibe. Bring it up. Be like, I'm so sorry. I don't like this. You know, like every bartender will be like, I'm so sorry. Let's make you something. I hate when you. I hate when you know that someone doesn't like a drink and they won't admit it. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, when they fucking milk that drink. That one's brutal. Sitting there. I'm like. I'm like. They're like, no, it's it's fine. And I go. Is it though? And I go. Trust me. I go. Not fine. And I go, and then I, I'll, you know, maybe it's, I just go, I want you to love it. Yeah. And I go, if you don't like it, I go, let's get rid of it. And let's get your, fa-. I go. And so kind of what I start doing is almost assuming it's, I don't let them tell me it's bad. 
Um, so I'll go start going like, I go, what do you, what's your favorite drink? Like, what's your favorite cocktail? Like, what do you love to drink at home? Yeah. They're like, oh my God, Fringe 75. And I was like, done. Done. This one's on me. Yeah. I don't care. Like, I don't want you to I suffer for, don't give through this shit. drink just because you feel bad. Or for... someone, even someone ordered, um, we had like, it was like, hey, I just don't think there was like two ounces in this. And I said, and I, how do you and, deal with that? And I said, okay. I said, uh, I said, how do you deal with okay, that? I said, I said, okay. Well, that's a really nice way to say it. So, if anything, I, I feel like most of the yeah. time people would be like, uh, there's no alcohol in this. So, I airplane serviced them. Tell us what that means. What does that mean? Okay. So, is this our industry? Uh, so, airplane service. Word is, of the week? <laughs> airplane service. Phrase. So, airplane service is when you pour, I pour the two ounces in a glass and then give them the can, the Coke, the whatever. And so they make it themselves. Oh, like you're on an airplane. <laughs> I get it. So oh, are, hold yeah. on. This is my light going off. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, hey, here's your, you know, here's your spirit. And then they give you a can of Coke and the thing. And you make your own cocktail. Yeah. Now, it's slightly passive service, which sure. for some bars might just be like, hey, my job is to kind of make you a drink. Yeah. So when you're making it, I'm lazy. Yeah. So, again, slightly passive. But yeah. I said, she was like, yeah. I said, said no problem. I said, that's totally cool. Um, she goes, I'd like one more. I said, you got it. Come right up. So I brought everything separate. And I said, I just wanted you to see how much was in here. And I wanted you to add your mixer at your leisure. Yeah. Hey, and, and Ooh. that's the way to do it. Ooh, I love it. Uh-huh. And and that was like, in, and I was like, but it, we're cool. And I was like, just let me know if that one's okay. Again, if that, if you don't like that one, I was like, we'll start over again. I was like, you, this is no loss to you. Mm-hmm. Again, just making them not feel like they're on the hook for a mistake or for having a concern. And whether or not we get there in the end and they truly want to shake me down from the bill, we'll we'll cross that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, a one way to do that I dealt with when I dealt with that that one time is I was like, oh, I was like, do you mind if I bring it to you separated? I even was like, do you mind? Because I wanted them to like not feel like I was being like being a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, being yeah, a dickhead. Yeah. Like, Here you so, go. Like, here's the full shot. Yeah. You can see it now. Right. Like, yeah. Um, so that's for like that sort of like being transparent and just being like, hey, like I'll totally like I, I'm I'm not I don't want you to think that I'm doing some magic trick behind mm-hmm. the scenes. You know, yeah. like we're not pouring sh- some vodka down the fucking straw. Right. Yeah, and like shorting <laughs> you on something that right. you're paying for. Like obviously we don't want to do that, but yeah. like yeah. So I mean I don't like that. <laughs> yes, you do. You <laughs> yes, be knowing. You do. Yeah. And then you know. I just judged you be the, I just judged the whiskey sour competition. Yeah, you did. Where? Uh, Jack Daniels. It was the Jack yeah, the Jack Daniels one. Like, with oh. We saw him at Chopper afterwards, remember? Yeah. Oh, we did see you. Yeah. That's what yeah, we took it. We looked it. How'd it go? It was it was so fun. And like I learned a lot from Natalie and Demi and just like, you know, seeing their bartender minds work and the way they approach the competition. But there was also like I wanted to try to trust whatever instincts I think I might have and mm. just say, Hey, like I taste a lot of drinks. I'm obviously, a sh- I understand the showman side of competition drinking and, and presentation. So I was like, well, just don't be insecure because you aren't, you aren't a bartender and, and like, you're not anywhere near the talent of these two and the people that are across from you. Mm. Sure. But I'm the other side of the, of the, of the fence and the coin. The that, yang like, to yeah. the yang, baby. That this whole industry like is part of. And you so, need it. um, and it was just super, super cool. I mean, I learned a lot sitting there with those ladies. They were, they were so, I just, I loved picking their brains and seeing how our notes compared and yeah. trying not to feel that I had to compare myself from a score perspective to what yeah. they were doing, but just like trying to understand that whole element. And uh, it was super fun. I learned a ton from it, but 
I mean, Jacob and Misty and Carson and all those, you know, that crew. Yeah. God, I love them. Shout um, out. Shout out to all of them. Try to, I mean, again, I, um, this town and the personnel that represents it from so many, like the myriad of ways that, uh, from distributors to, uh, to the brands is, I don't know. The like, knowledge that people have in this town is insane. I feel like we're so lucky. Like, again, these people could be, it could be bad. They could be anywhere else. Like, do anything else and be anywhere else. You could be anywhere else, but you're fucking here. And be, or be like, just, I don't know, like, be possessive of the of the chair there. It's a, you know, it's the, the symbiotic relationship that we all share. Instead of it being a competition. Right. I mean, it could be like, you know, who's scratching their backs? You know, like, sometimes it's like, well, I'm going to scratch first because someone has to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm going to scratch first. Yeah. yeah I'm going to scratch. <laughs> I'm going to scratch first, girl. <laughs> I'm like a scratch yeah. first kind of bitch. Um, and that's important. I mean, because you want to, again, like make sure that they feel like they're getting, they're, they have a brand to look out for as well. Absolutely. And so like, I mean, for any, whether portfolio or singular brand or, you know, huge f- company that represents a thousand brands. Yeah. I've loved working with everyone we get to work with in town. It's just been so, I don't know, they make this quote unquote job so fun from my chair because we just get to kind of create and I don't know make stuff happen out of thin air and that's like and do cool shit and do cool shit that's kind of what I love because again I don't I'm not necessarily like ironing out the song per se you know like note by note like the way the bartenders do but like I'm trying to make a record and like you know I'm trying to like bring it back to music but there's just again I know I love that you're you're, you're, you got to do something like that and so should um, every bar that you opens up from here? Yes, that's <laughs> what that that was what I was saying. Is like your attention to detail and like really like I mean, knowing all the musicians musicians that I know, like they are so obsessive and they they yeah. think about every last fucking detail. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just what they come from. And when you open it a seems bar, so normalized in that in that sense, yeah, you know, and and watching even watching five people want the best for the same thing and have five different ideas. Yeah. It's no different than creating a space. Yeah. Yeah. So in the way the music business, it's like the best idea wins. And mm-hmm. so you just kind of. Which is why the Fox won. So you're, so you're sort of trained. Like I'm already trained to just accept defeat, but present my idea. Absolutely. Because if the yeah. best idea is going to win, the best idea will just put us at another level to have another conversation to present another new idea. Yeah. And when you start stacking it like that, you're like, okay, well, like my idea didn't get us here, but it might take us to the next place. And, mm-hmm. um, that's where like you build you build a whole thing and much like a much like a record. Yeah. There's a moment where you have it and no one else does. And that's kind of the coolest part of a record where like you you just made this thing. Like imagine being a baby. Quin- imagine being Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson and they're sitting there in a studio and they're listening to Thriller and no one in the and no one in the world's heard it. And it's yeah. sold a gaz- it's the number one best-selling record of all time. Yeah. But for one moment, it was just theirs. It was just yours. And yeah. that's that's a cool place to hold a creation, um, whether it's a cocktail or a space or a song or whatever it may be. And that's where like, there was a moment where I was like, well, it's so beautiful in here and it's so new and it's so fresh and I love it so much, but now I have to literally give it to everyone and hope they just don't shit talk it, ruin <laughs> shit it, destroy it, it. Yeah. and like destroy this thing that is like my blood, sweat and it's tears. It's just like so yeah. pure in that moment. And, and, or like having ha- had to deal with those criticisms in through music and yeah made me have a thick enough skin or how Absolutely. to like where to, where to place those emotions 
whether as I'm receiving them or dealing with them, like, okay, like, it's okay. And like, you're not going to win them all, you know, but like, you know, that it's pure, like. It's not a game of Pokemon. Yeah. I mean, like going, like going through, like even traveling in the way that you have to be someone who's been to so many cities and you look at Yelp reviews and you're trying to just find out is this place okay. Absolutely. And then you, I look at the shitty reviews first. Yes. And it's someone's like, couldn't get in one star, never found it one star. Yeah. But if you're like, dude, this is the worst coffee in America. I'm never coming here again. The food sucks. Like if you're shit talking the product, I don't want to go. Yeah. But when you're in between things and you're just upset about little stuff, I love it. It's shit that you could have easily like. We get get those reviews and I'm just like, oh, like the fact that that you couldn't get in because I was so busy. (laughs) That's a win. Just makes me look a little better. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. If you were like this person with this name and this look was racist or some sh- or just <laughs> yeah, something shitty. Yeah, that's not what you want to hear or see. It, that's, yeah. that's tragic. And like, you know, that that points a finger that you have to like have a conversation about, you know, but like if you're just People always have impatient. things to say and just being able to filter all of that like is very important. That's part of it, you know, like. That's showbiz, baby. I wish there was mandatory. I wish it was like mandatory hospitality. I wish it was like a government service. Oh, we've all, we've, we've talked, talked about this about before. This, yeah. Every single person in this world should be, have to be in it. I had this conversation with some of the LG staff a couple of days ago. Um, Shout out to LG. We love you. Love them. Uh, we, had, we got a, we got a one star review because someone couldn't get in at five. Um, and we like tried to get them in, but we were like, oh, this reservation is confirmed, but they're not here yet. And we just can't give the table. And away. so there's like a leeway time right. for a, and, a reservation. And there Wait. was a lot of emotions on their end that made them feel, for whatever reason, made them feel like it, it was something about them and not the situation that was dictating the circumstance. And uh, apparently in Switzerland, you have to pick a public service. So like, it's not like, it's not like, you know, South Korea where it's like a mandatory two year, you know, military like stay. Okay. It's something that you can pick that is around two years and it can be, it can be digging ditches. It can be, it can be any public service, social work. It can be anything. Okay. But you kind of have to put yourself in a position to help people. Yeah. And be amongst the the greater good. And and it kind of just moves. Humbles you. Right. Where you aren't aren't just like consumer take, take, take. And you kind of have to have empathy and sympathy and, communication skills and understanding and logic and reason and like play, play those things in real time. And you get all of that from working in this industry. Thousand percent. Mm. You it, know a lot about other countries. <laughs> you know, what'd you say? He's, he's, South Korea. Wait, what'd you say? Singapore helped you through the South fucking Korea. South Korea helped but, you. Well, yeah. Well, no, but also uh, that's no, a, Singapore had the, the thing and South Korea has a mandatory thing. I think, but also uh, we yeah, have to look Singapore outside of yeah. the Israel, thing is, is Israel like, does it too. Like, yeah. We have to look outside of where we are and yeah. like see what works and try to take those things. And like, for example, in other countries, like uh fucking like in the UK, those upside down bars where you like, you wait you, a minute. What? Like you want a shot of Jameson, right? And the shots, the bottles sit upside down in those containers and they go. Oh yeah. And, then and you they push pu- it. They push up. Yeah. And it yeah. pours the perfect. I would rather I would rather be underserved than per- <laughs> than perfect than perfectly served. <laughs> I hate being like that's exactly one and a half ounces, isn't it? They're like, <laughs> they're like to the drop, and I'm like that pisses me off. <laughs> Just makes me mad. But also, I'm gonna toot your horn again. It's like you look outside of like what you know, like to an extent, like you look outside of the fucking country to like figure out like the best practices. Yeah. 
and what you can do to make people happy. And obviously you're doing something fucking fucking right because I want to stick your miso eggs up my fucking <laughs> ass. Like I want to stick them so far Keisha up there that I can oh. fucking like. It's a Largo way original and we're just happy to, I mean, I want a deviled eggs at the bar. I'm a southerner from Georgia. That was you? That was and you I, that I, wanted this? Are you said, the one? Are you the one? I'm not. I said, I want deviled eggs. I go, I think it's a very um, easy thing to make, low cost, seems elevated, fits our vibe. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say low carb. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's just mayonnaise in that shit. I mean, no, yeah, I, I, no, I, no, those, those are full, full carb. It's very keto. <laughs> I'm sorry. Things that are in Jill's brain that shouldn't come out. What I understand, I mean, like, I don't know anything about diets. I've been working hard. Mayo and eggs, that's super keto. Hey, honestly, shout out to Mayo. Fuck y'all. You don't get two chins without a little bit of work. Another episode name. Or some disregard. Yeah. But uh, I was, I, you know, saw him just how, like, they were in so many restaurants and bars in Atlanta, and I was like, "Just you know, can we cut it in half and fucking pipe some shit?" And who gives a fuck, right? Yeah, yeah. wrong. She cuts them <laughs> wrong. Top, top side up, sits them straight up, puts miso in it, and I was like, "All right, what the what the fuck?" But they're so good, though. and she fucking killed <laughs> killed it. I mean, it is the who it, who is she? Laura Goway. God damn it, Laura. Laura. <laughs> Laura Goway, sweetheart, and uh, our founding, you... be- our uh, kitchen director, and she's um, she's in Jacksonville now. But um... come back. <laughs> I love Wait, you, Laura. Jacksonville, Florida. Shout yeah, out. She had such a great Fuck job. Hell. I moved there. I moved from from there to here. Yeah. yeah. She's there. she's down there and like I mean doing real estate and like the whole thing and yeah. Um, she was just so she was the the perfect thing at the bar at the right time to yeah. be like understanding what we were trying baby. to do. Right. That's where. Um, the bar felt like the band in some sense where I remember being in the, the back of a van, like creditors were calling me. Mm. It was dark. And I was like, nah, this is going to fucking work. I can feel it. Yeah. yeah. And like, we were like starting the bar and like, you know, we're writing checks and it's a lot of debt. And yeah. like, there was some doubt. And I was like, nah, man, I was like, I've had this feeling You got to go fucking all in. I was man. like, we're great. I was like, we're, we're fucking set. Yeah. You know, like, so it was, I was like, we're okay. No one, everyone chill out. Like my gut, my gut's not wrong. Gut fillings are guardian angels. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Unless it's a that. hangover gut. And I'm like, let's get some fucking McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, this, okay. is, this is so great. This is honestly, like, I, I was telling Kevin off air that this is my favorite podcast because we haven't actually heard someone talk about actually owning a bar. And I learned a lot. Sure. So much. And uh, Kevin, I have one last question. Go. <laughs> if the moon was made of cheese, what cheese would it be? <laughs> a very riveting question. Can, can the moon be a? It can be whatever you want it to be. Let's imagine the moon's like a like a bowl. Oh yeah, and there's a lid to it, and I can dip a chip. Ooh, are you going queso? The moon's queso. Yes, dude, that's the best response we've yeah. heard. See, that's yeah. the best response. Okay, I love that. The moon is that's the best. Let's imagine it's a, it's a circular jar that has a lid, and I'm just dipping the top of that thing just. Just queso. queso. Oh, fuck it up. And we dude. just keep putting our hands in it. It's just a <laughs> We're double dipping in that queso bitch. Dip. Oh, yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Also, um, let's talk about uh, this episode is going to release. Oh, fuck. This episode is going to release the day after. Wait. After what? Uh, your no. anniversary. Yeah. So it's on a Monday. Be... We're the September 26th or 25th through the 29th. Yeah, oh, it's so a whole. Oh, it's a whole week. 
Yeah, so we're going to celebrate. Like It'll it's already our, be it's, done. We're doing five years for five days, which is no big deal. And I hope you we're came in and, and uh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about it after that. We're doing um, we're doing a pop-up, a kind of a combo pop-up. So it's like um, the Fox and Chopper and Base 6. Shout out to all um, of That's October 3rd. Oh, that's that'll be after the Fox. Yeah, so... so um, yeah, Bo and Max and Peter and kind of kind of came up with a thing, and then like we 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 got we got shirts made, and it's, and it's gonna uh, be a whole Patron sponsored thing. Yeah, and, I know cool. I talked uh, about it two episodes when it was the original date, but now cool. it's not. So yeah, they this is the new date October. Yeah, 3rd. like getting a few more moving parts than than some uh, events we've all thrown, but um, shirts we got, and that was that was cool. And then um, they just wanted more time to promote, and I think it's sure for the better. Honestly, I think. It ended up being for the best in a lot of scenarios. So that's October 3rd. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, You're going to hear this before yeah. that. Other than that, we're going to do like Halloween menus and, um, you know, fun shit like that where we get to get playful around this time of year. It's super yeah. fun. Just come um, get the fucking miso eggs yeah. and the charcuterie. Just go I'm to the Fox. Mar- I'm getting great. married November 1st at Pearl Driver. Yeah, I'll be there. Show up, just fucking show up. Um, can you tell people how to find you and your bar on yes. the Instagrams, on the socials, and stuff? We are uh, the Fox Nashville. Please, follow. um, that's on Instagram. I'm Kev Sanders. Um, do you have any famous last words? Famous last words, <laughs> just tip your bartenders. Yes, <laughs> yes, ma'am. I love it. Oh, this is such a good episode. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks. I'm so happy you were this here. This is honestly, this is the first podcast that we were just like, ah, we're going to go the way the fuck over because this conversation is too important and too fucking awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Agreed. I was like, man, I'm a chatter and especially like a drunk chatter. Like, fuck. We like, love chatter. Don't. Make me talk less because I, like, I sound I like stupid half get, the time. I get these podcasts and they're like, ask me a question. Here's your answer. And you're like, Cool, dude. <laughs> well, since you're a square, it's about that time. <laughs> you know, like, I don't think if people were just like, you just got to cough it up. Yeah. yeah. And then that's how you kind of find out where it goes. But uh, exactly. I think it went, I think it went fucking fantastic. That's awesome. Well, I can't wait to listen to this podcast 12 times and I'm going to make the most sincere, genuine uh, what description. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out where you went. Where nope, I forgot that. the word description because I'm stupid. Anyways, uh, before we go, we have one last shout out to Brando, OE, and the Helios Network. Without them, we wouldn't be here. If you're not following us on Instagram, your mom's a hoe. Uh, you can follow us at Wasted Truth Pod. You can follow me at Jilly Vanilla with two eyes. And you can follow Nick at Nikolai K, spelled N I K O L E T T E K. And if you want to follow any of our other podcasts, you can go to www.theheliosnetwork.com. And always remember that your hair looks great. And we love you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was so fucking... I can't even top that. All right. Yes. Cut it. Oh, I love this podcast so much. I'm going to cut it. Do I know how?
Thank you.